1: they scream it's the tash show everybody hacking everybody just wants more with the action hip-hop jones got the music blessing. better watch out it's all he's asking over like bro he keeps it real he's no joker original he's no posing no competition he's the owner there i'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the tash show.
2: Show, show all right all right here we go a little monday 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 edition of the tash show uh welcome welcome everyone ladies and gentlemen Children of all ages, hello, welcome to the Taz Show. We are live right now on a radio.com app. You could listen there. If you're doing that, thank you. Or you could listen live at TazShow.com or watch live at TazShow.com and you can engage with each other there at TazShow.com while you watch the show on the gimmick chat. Yes, where you can communicate with each other. That's always a fun thing for you folks to do. Uh, You also have the... um, the what do you call it the uh, how do they call that they a podcast yes that's the word i'm looking for they have a podcast for the show uh yes where you can listen to the podcast which you might be doing they have a podcast for the show how am i doing that's at play.it itunes tune in or spotify so if you're doing that much appreciated seriously thank you very much for uh jumping on the show listen to the show appreciate that we're going to get into uh uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view last night. never that be put on. We're getting into that right away here in this show. We will do that right out of the box. Jump, Box, Jones. I have thoughts and opinions on Baron Corbin winning uh, the Money in the Bank male match. I have thoughts and opinions about Carmella winning, or did she, with James Ellsworth, the female women's Money in the Bank match. I have thoughts and opinions about Jinder Mahal, Randy Orton, I have a lot of thoughts and opinions, and we'll get your thoughts and opinions too when you call into the show. And it's very simple to do that if you guys would like. It's a very simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial in 866-475-2948. Loop Jones, 866-475-2948. So that's very easy for you to do right there. Okay. So thank you everybody. He's already calling the show. The phone lines will probably get jammed up pretty quick right here. We are also uh, before I get moving with the show, we have uh, money in the uh, money back We have um, off the hooks will be pushed back to tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow, not today. Not today. Tomorrow. That's gonna happen. Okay. So we're gonna push that back. Uh, very busy show. It's gonna be today. It's gonna probably be full throttle. Money in the bank. So. Uh, i don't I, you know, I want to make sure that i give the proper respect and due diligence to off the hook and the topic uh later on my team will remind me and we will post out on social media what the money in the bank topic will be now the phone lines are ringing like crazy i just want some of you guys to know we have a minor issue not with the phones the phones are working fine you can call in if the phone rings a lot that's because we are still in search of our call screener today. who We don't know who he was supposed to be. They have not arrived yet. So I know uh, that before the show went live, right before it went live, I walked by the call screen room, and it was a zoo. I mean, Dennis, I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, Lumberj- uh, Lumberjack, Dirty Dennis, the phone lines were crazy. So, oh, Red Hot Jones, where to start a Monday. Right, in your ear, mother effer. Yeah, Dennis. Timber, Dennis. Timber, De- 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 Hello, Dennis. Dennis, you there? I don't give a damn. What's going on, pal? We're really, whew. Monday.
3: Wild start to
2: the day. Yeah. That's the only way to go here, Taz Show style. That's it. Yes. Um, Any word on, we're trying to find, because Cowboy uh, is going to be out for a couple days. Cowboy. Got to get to Money in the Bank. Very busy. Phones are ringing. Let it keep ringing. Where is the actual call screen?
0: Oh.
3: We don't know. Nothing Nothing from suspect number one. Right. Texting... Uh, Another guy. The Well, the higher up now. Now I eliminated all... Know what the good news is? The good
2: news is that I'm here. And what I mean well, by that's that... That's the great news. <laughs> what I mean by that is no one here on this team, and I actually mean you realized that we had no call screener until we were getting ready to go live. How about that part? Remember that part of the day? I do. Remember that? Wasn't that fun?
3: No. Because now I have to wear two hats.
2: And you know why? You know, you wear two hats, sir. You do. You do. I wish you were wearing a mask to cover your face. (laughs) Will you stop? But I can tell you this. from Salem, line three. (laughs) I can tell you this. You wear two hats. I wear 300 hats. So I have to make sure everything's done right. So... I will get into Money in the Bank. You will deal with the whole call thing. People are calling. People are hanging up. People are on hold. People are going crazy. It's nuts here. It's nuts. That's all I want to tell you. All right, so Money in the Bank, let me get right into it right now. Here we go. Yes. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I First thing I, I would like to discuss is the Carmela, uh, the Money in the Bank, the, she has the briefcase now. Is she the winner? I guess. This is what's a little funky, right? It's a little funky, and I want to get into this here right now. So. First off, I want to say, excuse me, I think that the package, the video package that the WWE did, and and, and I've seen them do this recently in pay-per-views, it's a very unique way of doing production, where they had all the ladies come out, Charlotte Charlotte came out, Becky come out, Tamina come out, Carmella come out, uh, Natalya comes out, then they run a video package. At first, I'm like, wow, I've seen them do this before, not a lot. I don't know if I'm a fan of this, while the talent comes out, they're waiting in the ring. That's the tough part, because I think of it as a wrestler, like, what are you doing in the ring? You're doing nothing. (laughs) So as the talent comes out, now there's video package going. So people in the house, in the arena, they are just looking at the talent in the ring doing nothing. Um, But it's not about the talent in the ring at that time, and it's not even about the people in the house. It's about the people on the other end of the lens of those cameras, the the folks watching on WWE Network or pay-per-view, whatever. So, and then we had a long video package, which I thought was a really, really cool package. Whoever put this together, I tip my cap to you uh, in WWE production. Very cool. Respect towards uh, so many former uh, women great wrestlers from WWF or WWE, whatever, um, from uh, all the way back. You know, I I thought that was really cool. I mean, they could have done a video package on just all even more women they didn't put them all in there I, I think they got most of the main i guess pushed ones from over the years but um i thought that was really cool i really liked that i thought it was a great show of respect to uh what they were about to do i'm sorry uh, to uh, the history of women's wrestling i thought it was a sh- uh, uh, also a great way to put a bow on what they're about to do and make history with the first ever women's Money in the Bank match and crowned the first ever Money in the Bank winner. But here's the question. Did they indeed <laughs> make history? I I got to say, unfortunately, I don't think they did. And because it wasn't historic, because it's a, it's a tainted victory. And I know it's a work. Trust me. I know it's a storyline. Believe me. Now, I did predict that Carmella would win if there was no sixth women. Sixth woman I should say and there wasn't which is a different topic okay Um, But a tainted victory for Carmella Uh, trust me I know she's a heel I said it on Friday here look at this what's gonna happen Uh, if there's no sixth woman I say that Carmella will win I did say that and James Ellsworth will help her win now some fans were I can't recall who I apologize because there's so many people interact either on Facebook here on the show, or on Twitter while we're live, or on the phones while we're live. So I don't. Sometimes I don't have. I I can't remember who did who. I I'd love to give you all credit. I just can't. So don't get upset, please. I just can't give everybody credit. I can't. <laughs> it's tough to remember all that. So um, I just have too much other stuff on my plate with the show. So regardless, somebody said James Ellsworth wins the briefcase and gives it and that that person would have been correct because that's what happened. Uh, which I I gotta tell you, on a side note, I, I, I was very impressed with Carmela's hands. Yes well some say, Well look at Carmela, you're impressed by only our hands? Yeah, I get it, I understand. Stop that. No, but it was funny the way Ellsworth takes the briefcase and then he drops it from all the way super high up on that ladder and like right in the hands of Carmela and she just catches it like no problem unbelievable this guy's got great hands so uh no fumble ruski nothing but i digress so to me it's a tainted victory and it's a controversial finish and uh, wwe obviously wants the controversy but i in my professional opinion do not believe you want to go controversial in an epic a potential epic moment and something you're selling and promoting as historic because it is gonna be historic. This is the first ever women's Money in the Bank winner. Now, some could argue from WWE or real pro WWE fans, well, hold on, hold on buddy. It was historic because did we not get a winner, a female winner of the Money in the Bank? Because that's never been done before. Did we not get a winner, Carmella? Well, I would argue, we did you? She did not pull down the briefcase. And I thought the commentary was well done and I think JBL was the one who was taking the stance kind of, I'm saying, um, where, no, he's taking the other stance. My bad. He was taking the heel stance, which is he did his job in this. He took the heel stance in a good argument saying, well, wait a minute. There's no rule that someone else can't grab the briefcase for you and hand it to you, that your manager, or your valet. I mean, he said, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like that. Which, as a heel commentator, that's what you're supposed to say. Yes. That's the right thing to say. Because it's not that insulting. It's thought-provoking. Yeah. Take two. Let me back up. It's thought-provoking. Ah, there you go. Got it. Nailed it. Yeah, so it, it's it's thought-provoking. What JBL's saying out there. And, and I think that's cool. That was really good commentary in regards to uh, that stance. I don't know if that's something that the company gave him one of the writers or vince or if jbl thought of it himself i mean he's a smart guy so i'm sure he didn't thought of himself um i'm not really sure but it was a a, a very good other end of the argument deal there by jbl um but back to this thing that's historic or not i mean in my opinion i don't think it's historic unfortunately because it's tainted and 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 by having carmella come out later on in the night like she's gonna cash it in but she teased it and she didn't cash it in. I think that shows something to me. And what that shows to me is that she, okay, Carmella, tomorrow night on uh, on SmackDown, I think that um, she's either going to have to hand over that briefcase because Shane Mans going to get involved because he tweeted something in character uh, during the night. Uh, he was not happy with the the, the the shadiness of the finish. I don't remember exactly what he said. Uh, So I think that they're either going to ask Carmella to hand the title back over. I mean, I'm sorry, hand the uh, briefcase back over or rematch City. Okay, they'll they'll do a rematch and then maybe this is where they interject this sixth woman. Maybe it's Paige. Because some are saying she's coming back. That's what the scuttlebutt is. Maybe it's Paige. Who knows? I just don't think it's a good move uh, for something that again just my viewpoint for something that you're selling as historic um and it truly is i mean for fans of pro wrestling and especially fans of women wrestling no matter if you're a male or female um i think it is a little bit of a a a slap in the face and because it's not historic it's tainted Well, not only did someone else grab the briefcase and hand it to Carmella or drop it to her but it was a male who did it, not even a female. That that in itself is supposed to be a historic female moment, and a man is the one who unhooks the briefcase. I mean, it's a little bit of a disconnect. I, I just think that's not historic. I think that's very tainted and I just don't think that works. Uh, seriously. I, I just don't. And um I think they gotta figure that out, or they probably figured it out already. And I think you're gonna either get a um you're gonna get a rematch tomorrow, okay? of the Money in Bank, which I think they would and should promote tonight on Raw, that tomorrow night, you know, have either have Shane come out and make an announcement, like a shocking appearance on Raw, Shane McMahon is in the building, just like just Spitball Jones, just Spitball. Either have Shane come out or have him do something via the satellite, as they call it, from right here in Manhattan. I, I don't know where they are over there. They're in Raw, they're in, they're in uh, Timbuktu, wherever they are. Maybe Dennis Jones knows the answer to that. I'm not sure. Timber! And where are you tonight, Dennis? Evansville, Indiana. Thank you. So maybe you do something via satellite from New York City. Shane jumps on and says, we're going to have a rematch of the Money in the Bank women's match. Or maybe he's there and he cuts a promo to start the show. Just like, oh, something. Backstage, maybe he is. He's, he's there backstage. And maybe Kurt Angle says, what the hell are you doing here? And he's, I have something to say. Maybe I, if you don't mind, can I use your platform here? Something like that, you know? So I think that'd be a good hook to get people to watch SmackDown. And it's a good carryover from last night to Raw. Because that's the thing. it uh, Creatively, where they have a little bit of a problem, which I, I you know, I, it is hard for them. Where if they have a SmackDown-only pay-per-view on Sunday and next day is Raw, it's a little bit like, you you know, you're trying, you want to cross-promote, but you don't want to insult the fans' intelligence. because they're supposed to be separate brands, you know. So I think if you do something where Shane
3: can make an announcement, Dennis, you like that? I actually do. I very much like that idea. Yeah, because the the day in between kind of gives it a, a cool down period. Right, right. So right, keep right. it hot. Exactly. Keep it hot. That's what they say. Keep it hot.
2: Yes. So I also uh, was saying that I really think that, um, being that this is a tainted victory, and being that um, it was so blatant the way it was done that. Ellsworth just unhooked it and dropped it to 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 uh to Carmella and the announcers were bickering about it which is the right thing to do I do think that that makes me feel more that they're either going to take I'm sorry back up one second hold on the other thing when Carmella came out last night as I said and uh, and teased that she was cash this thing in just that tease a bell went off in my head as soon as I saw that. I was like, ding! Because that means they're taking that briefcase from that girl. Because they they wanted you to see her come out like she's going to cash in, use it as a hook, as a tease. It's a great heel moment for her, for sure. I don't see her holding on to that belt past tomorrow night. I'm not belt, damn it. That uh, briefcase, I keep saying belt, that briefcase uh, past tomorrow night. I say they're doing a rematch. Someone else going to get it. Maybe it is a sixth woman involved. Uh, that's what I think is going to go down. From a fan's perspective, Dennis, and from a dirt sheet reader like you are, do you agree or disagree with that?
3: I agree. Something's going to happen. Obviously, they have to address it. They've already tweeted out as much. I don't know if they're going to take it from her. Mm. I think they might do like a... a s- they're not going to redo a Money in the Bank match. Maybe they do like a six-woman elimination match, and is like the first one out, so she has to run the gauntlet.
2: Maybe. I I I never believe in putting the heel in harm's way. I never p- agree with making letting the heel be the one that is in an uphill battle, but WWE has done that. They put the heel in those situations where they need to be an uphill battle. I hate that. I believe in I believe in the old-school booking it's a, a oversight an overview thing of the heel somehow some way should always have that never should never be put in a position where they're an uphill battle you know the old expression the rich get richer okay the rich get richer that that doesn't just mean people that are wealthy that rich get richer it means you know uh, uh, you know that people with good luck get more luck well that should be the bad guys the bad guys in wrestling, the heels, they should always, just that pisses you off. They should always just have it their way, it, it, for the most part. It's a very overview statement. Don't take me literally. And never be put in an uphill battle situation, in my viewpoint. But what you're saying, Dennis, I, I don't disagree that they might do that. I am suggesting, I know some people might think, oh, man, you're out of your mind. What are you nuts? Sh- can't just redo a Money in the Bank match on SmackDown tomorrow. Why not? Why not? I'd say do it. They're probably not going to. And speaking of that said match, I have to say, I tip my cap to all those ladies involved. Some were speculating, well, will they do the dangerous spots with the ladders? They are females, not as big and thick as the guys, and, and, you know, they can maybe get hurt. Well, I think these ladies show not only can they do what the boys do, but they're just as tough as the boys. Um... There was a lot of dangerous spots with that ladder. It was great stuff. I, I have even more respect for these these ladies. And I think that if uh, any younger female wrestler out there that's maybe not a WWE, that's on the independent scene or works for a different company, you should be inspired by what these you know five girls did, Charlotte, Becky, Tamina, uh, Carmella, and, and Natalya. Uh, because they, they, they did set the ball to another level now. And they also put women's wrestling... At even a, a, another higher tier, which is great. It's great to see. You know, it's great for the business and it's just great for women's wrestling in general. You know, I thought that they did a, a, a good chunk of some dangerous spots off that ladder. Um, I mean, not not a, not insane. Oh my God, crazy, crazy. But there was a lot of, you know, bumps off the ladder. Is that an overstatement, Dennis?
3: No, not at all. I think you're absolutely hit the nail on the head there.
2: Yeah, I just that's kind of how I. Uh, it's kind of how I felt, um, you know, watching it. Uh, but I, like I said, I don't think it's historic in the sense of because it's tainted. You know, I, I don't. I, I think that it, What the way I would have done it is sell it as five women, unless they made a tr- mistake with their tweet, I haven't really even followed it the other day, they tweeted six women will be in the gimmick. This is on Friday. And it was five. I wouldn't have done that. I would have just said five. (laughs) I also um, would have definitely kept that video package. I love that. That was in the match to show last night. And if you're going to have Carmella win it, have Carmella win it. I wouldn't have done it. I, I would have no problem with Ellsworth getting involved, helping her win, but Jiminy Crickets climbing the ladder and pulling the briefcase down. Oh, man. That's tough for me. That's tough for me. Seriously. I I don't think they should have did that. I, I you know, I just... There's, there's so many ways to have it where Ellsworth helps her win without... Without even getting in the freaking ring. To be honest with you. From a, from a you know booking wrestling perspective. And WWE knows that. You know, they went the controversial route here. I mean, you know. And they obviously know the end game. We don't know the end game. We They know... You know, they probably knew two weeks ago what they were going to do on a smackdown after Money in the Bank we're not privy they know unless you know, there's a stooge that goes to the dirt sheets and you have a producer on your radio show that listens to all the dirt sheets and reads them and acts like it's his stuff because he actually has a stooge himself
3: I'm not sorry I apologize for nothing that's what happens here welcome
2: to my show so that's the deal on that you know what I'm saying um, the uh, also um, a little later on in the show, I definitely want to talk about Jinder's uh, Jinder Mahal and his title defense uh, against Randy Orton. I want to talk about that. I also um, have definite def- uh, also have definite opinions on Maria and uh, Mike Bennett. They debuted last night. I will talk about that also. We will be in search of the call screen. Any update on that? By the way, before I go to break here,
4: There's no updates. No so there
2: update. Wow. So people just don't show up for work. That's what we got going on here, right?
3: Not you. You're here. So are you, pal. That's so why you.
2: you're the best, and so's Anthony. Anthony, we're the see. best
3: because you're the best. Uh, we're a team. Me, you, Anthony. You're the quarterback and the captain. We're like the water boy. And I'm the
2: quarterback. Trainer. I'm the captain. I'm also the offensive coordinator. I'm also the head coach. I'm also the general manager. Will you stop? And you are the uh, second string long stamper. How I'll bad is it. that? That's. <laughs> I get a jersey. <laughs> Listen, long snap is not an easy gig, but you oh, no, it's not. But you're the second string guy. How's that? You're good at it. You just not—no one cares about you. That's—that's that's all this. Right? I mean, no one cares. That's that's really it. That's the whole deal. All right, so that's the deal. So, <clears throat> let me go to break here. We'll see what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, it won't be a long. Won't be that long of a break. We'll be in break. All this decide of break. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, uh, speaking of Maria, Mike Bennett. I got to ask you this question. Does the WWE creative team now have a headache due to Maria and Mike (laughs) debuting? Do they have a headache on their hands? I think they might. Dash show, sit tight.
4: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: All righty. Taz Show, we're back here. Monday edition talking the uh, WWE Money in the Bank show. Last night, I a lot of thoughts and opinions in that first segment about the historic moment of the first ever women money the bank winner but was it historic mm, not sure no so i discussed that at length we talked you uh, can talk about that during the show a little bit later on too uh also uh as we went to break um i got into the topic of uh real quick about the WWE creative team do they have a headache now you know are they under the uh tough eye of the boss because now they got to be creative. Very creative.
5: Obviously, I know Vince McMahon.
2: What do I mean by that? Well, I'm talking about Mike Bennett and Maria Kanellis. Or should I say Maria and Mike Kanellis? <laughs> because that's what they were. They debuted last night. It was great to see them. I like these two. Uh, I, I got to know Maria a little bit while I worked in WWE with her years ago. Uh, really, really nice person. Uh, hard-working girl and, and just cool. Just cool girls. So um, it's nice to see their success. Uh, I don't know Mike Ben at all. I, I, I don't think I do. But um, the success they had in Ring of Honor and, uh, and the kingdom gimmick. And then they uh, go to TNA and stuff. And they're you know, they, they paying dues. They're working hard. And, and they building that chemistry. And who would have thunk it? Boom. They're right there in the WWE now, which is great for them. Uh, it's well-deserved, hard-working people. But as I said, it's Maria and Mike Kanellis, which is some people are like, wait a minute. He's not Mike Bennett no more? No, he's not, guys. Now, in the WWE mind, he's never been Mike Bennett. <laughs> uh, and some are a little perplexed. I've noticed on social media. Well, why? 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 Well, it's simple. Uh, because Mike Bennett, in, and this is in the way WWE thinks, is not a star. The name Mike Bennett is not a star. Okay? The guy can be a star and will be. The look, the work, the promos, everything. But Maria Kanellis is a star because she's been <laughs> in the WWE as that name. So she's a star. You know, um, uh, that we've seen this uh, to a, uh, even a different degree with the Cruiserweights at 205 Live. When Brian Kendrick came back, I told you guys this then. Because he was gone a long time, he came back, he still looked at as a star. So he's pu- he was pushed higher than a lot of those guys for a long time. So if you are ready, like, you're a made person, and, and, and I get the WWE's thought process on that. It's not a bad thought process. They make stars, and once the stars leave, fine, no problem. We forget the stars for now. And then once they come back, they're still stars. Mike Bennett was, was never there as a star. Nobody knows that they Mike Bennett, meaning the WWE Universe. Meaning, I'm right. Meaning, if you listen to the first sentence by Maria last night, she basically said, many of you, are, I'm paraphrasing, Might not know who we are. That's by design. Mike Bennett, the name Mike Bennett, this is not me talking about the guy, doesn't draw. Maria Canellas can draw and has drawn, and now Mike has that name. They're married. The whole deal. But here's the headache. That's not even the headache part that WWE Creative has. The headache part that they have. Oh, this is tough. I feel for them. This is tough. Listen to this, Dennis. Miz and Maurice, It's the same gimmick. Hello? Dennis just made a it, feel like, whoa. Wow. Oh. Sitting there and I'm watching this. Very good. I'm like, it's the same gimmick. What are they going to do? Posted a video on my... Uh, IG, Twitter account IG, I'm sorry, Instagram account, Taz Talk. And I'm looking, I'm gonna give a shout out to a guy on there. He said the same thing I'm saying. <laughs> Mr. A-List. This is on my Instagram account, Taz Talk. T-A-Z-T-A-L-K. Promotion Jones. Mr. A-List, it's Mr. A underscore list. Same gimmick. He says the debut of Mike and Maria looks like almost the same gimmick as Miz and his wife. How do you think they'll be different? And and Mr. A-List is 1,000% correct. I saw it right away. I'm thinking, what the heck's going on here? What what are they doing here? But it's okay. It's a little bit of a difference here. Mr. A-List underscore Jones, I'll explain. Okay, a little bit of a difference because in the, in the um, Maurice and Miz deal, okay, Maurice is subservient to Miz on the mic, meaning the power couple the power person is Ms. With Maria and Mike, the power person is Maria. So it's almost the same gimmick, but they're flipping the roles. Also, Ms. and Maurice have the Hollywood thing going on, you know, that whole A-lister thing. These two here, Maria and Mike Canellas, it's more like they're just in so much love with each other, that love is in the air, and know it's it's, it could be funny it could be entertaining and and i think there'll be good heels so um i actually think it's pretty good i like it um personally so you know but i think that is a little bit of a headache because the wwe creative team now it's got to keep those kind of stories separate uh you got to kind of have that difference between both of them otherwise it's gonna look like a hack (laughs) of yourself self-hack that's a new one No, actually is that new i don't know it might not be new i think i might have done that self-hacking Hey, Joe, I'm Pennsylvania, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say that,
5: Hammer? Hey, good moment, Taz.
2: What's going on, Big Joe?
5: All right. Uh Also, good moment to the lumberjack apologist. Yes, he's... <laughs> <the> human megaphone, Andy.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, the uh, human lumberjack, human whatever the F he is, uh, Apology Jones, he walked out. He's burning calories today, boy. It's great. Now he's back in... He's triple-tasking. He's managing the team right now, Joe. You got to see it. I like he, the human megaphone for him. He, he's sweating his nuts off. He's running all over the place. You got to see him, Joe. He's he's usually he sits here like a lump of lard, and now I mean not in a good way, Dennis, but now he's bouncing around. Oh, it's crazy. He's he's, he's like he's he's like someone who runs around a lot. Joe, how can I help you?
5: All right. Well, I have I have thoughts on um, gender and Orton.
2: You and do, do, huh? Let's hear it. What else you got?
5: Conspiracy theory. What on uh, who Danielle might be. I, I found clues in the Tash show.
2: Okay. I okay. think I have this figured out. All right. Well, um, I'm sure people are dying to hear that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay. Uh, let's go with the... Uh, we're having a little tech issue. I uh, know we're good. Let's go with the... Uh, what do you call it first? Uh, talk about the money in the bank and your stuff that you had on uh, Jinder's title.
5: Okay. So I thought that Jinder and Orton was... A really good match much better than I think a lot of people thought it would be
2: yeah I had a feeling um, it was gonna be good and I liked it I thought it was good for sure yeah
5: I like the Sin Brothers take so many bumps uh, really helps Jinder stay strong
2: well, that yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Well, that's my only problem with the matches. I, I still think Jinder is taking way too many bumps early in the match. Way too many. I mean, that's what those other guys are there for. Uh, I do think that you know, just because Randy's losing in his hometown doesn't mean that your champ you know needs to take all those bumps. That's just uh, it's just too much in my opinion. But again, okay, continue.
5: And then I also liked that uh, he didn't actually kick out of the RKO. They actually put his, placed his foot on the rope. Of course,
2: it's more heat there. Yes, yes. Uh, and right, then yeah.
5: also that Orton didn't kick out of his finish too. I thought that was good.
2: Right, I think so too. And Joe, I gotta let you go. Sorry, you, you can't. We, we have a limit now. I apologize. Thanks for coming, Joe. Uh, I know you want to talk about someone else there with Dennis's love life, but the thing is this: you know, we uh, we, you know, we can't have we have phone lines jammed, and I got my bosses all up my ass the other day. These People are on the phone too long. Get them off the freaking show. Move on. This is what I deal with. You know what I mean? This is what I deal with. So, take another call here. Aaron in, uh, in Ohio, you were on the Taz show. What do you say there, House? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Aaron. Um, I
6: have, um, I want to hear your thoughts on how the
2: women's Money in the Bank ladder match ended Okay, did, sir. Did you not hear? Are you listening to the show right now or watching the show or not? Um, actually, I just woke up. Oh, uh, wow. Well, well, good morning, sir. Not good moment. Have Rising Shine Jones. Aaron, no, here's the thing, bro. It's all good, kid. Here's the thing. I did all like the first segment of, of this show was all about that match, that women money mm-hmm. the bank match. Um um I, I basically an overview is what what I what I felt on it was this. Um I, I, I love the match. I thought that the girls really put themselves at risk. I thought it was very physical. I feel the, the females raised the ball for other females. I respect them so much, those five ladies. Um, I think it was a tainted victory in a work sense. I don't think WWE should have sold it as such a historic thing if they're going to have a tainted victory. I think we'll get spillover to this tomorrow. Maybe we'll get a rematch of the Money in the Bank, something like that. You know what I mean, Aaron? But And, I ha- and I'm the one who said that Carmella's going to win, and I'm glad she won. I just wouldn't have had a male unhook the briefcase. You gotta have the, the the female do that. And now I got a feeling Aaron they might take this this briefcase from her. Shane McMahon, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah.
6: Um. Well, I'm actually going to be at that SmackDown tomorrow, mm. so it's gonna be it's gonna be
2: fun. You'll be the guy with the gigantic orange and black Tasho sign, right? Yes. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate that, Aaron, very much. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. <sighs> yeah. So um, tonight, Evansville, Indiana, they're doing a Raw. It's a big wrestling town now, Evansville. People don't realize that. It's actually pretty hot crowds there for a long time. Uh, it's a true story right there. So uh, that's the deal on that. What else I I saying? I was talking about the um, – I got to get into the Baron Corbin stuff too in a second. But what I was talking about was Maria and Mike Bennett. I got to get used to calling him Canellis. Um, I think that keeping them completely different than Ms. and Maurice will be a little bit of a struggle for the creative team. Um, <clears throat> as long as you veer towards that whole keep going to Hollywood gimmick with Ms. and Maurice, I think it's okay. And as long as you, again, the important thing that I told you guys <clears throat> is who's subservient to who on air. You have the male subservient in the Maria and Mike Canellas angle, and you have the female subservient in the Ms. and Maurice on air angle, uh, story, or whatever you wanna call it. Um, so I think that's, a, that's something that's important. From an announcer standpoint, I do not think the announcers should ever, ever, never, I know two different brands, don't get me wrong, I know that. I don't think the announcers should ever speak of these two units, these two couples, at at the same time ever (laughs) you shouldn't put a light on it any way shape or form they're on different brands i know they're both heel you know husband and wives husband and wives i got that keep them separate at all times but it's going to be a little bit of a struggle in my opinion to to um you know to uh to try your best to keep those the, the type of creative that you do with those two uh with those four people those two married couples I really do. I think that's going to be hard. Um, but they'll do it. They'll do it because Vince will put the pressure on him. Stephanie will put the pressure on him. So will Triple H. And I think they'll get it done. They'll, they'll get it done. I mean, there'll be some flags thrown here and there. That's going to go without saying. Hey, uh, Willie Chuck in uh, Toledo, Ohio. You're on a Taz Show. What do you say there, Happy?
6: Hey, good moment,
2: Taz. Good moment, buddy. What's up? Well, one of the best features
6: of the Taz Show... Is you do such an awesome job at booking and rebooking mm. and you don't even mind mind hack like when when people hack you and stuff like that and i'm sure smackdown live will correct course on tuesday but the whole time last night i was spending off hate on on the pay-per-view of i thought that eventually like at the end of the night they would read they would Bring back women and do the ladder match, like like make a new ladder match at the end of the night as a main event.
2: Mm. Would
6: you have? Did you even think that was possible?
2: No, sir. No, 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 no. Will it, Chuck? I- what's your second question? Sorry, what's your second one?
6: Uh, did Did you think it was possible that they would have remade like rebooked the match at the end of the night because there was only five matches on the card and it and it was three hours.
2: Right and
6: well. would would you have made like as a rebooking
2: no no sir no 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 no, Willie Chuck no 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 I would not I I think the idea Willie Chuck is this to get if you're that Smackdown brand last night on Sunday the idea is to do what the idea is to get people to watch on Tuesday right it's a constant chase that's what WWE is it's a constant that's what that's what programming is—not just WWE, and TV, radio, everything. It's a constant chase of promotion. Next, okay, we already got you watching the pay-per-view. We don't care about you now. Watch this pay-per-view. We want to give you a good show. That's great, but now what's the our next goal as a company? Smackdown. We want you to watch Smackdown. That's our job. And how do you do that? By now, we're we're going to leave you in in limbo, in controversy. Okay, going off the air, and now you got to sit through Raw for three hours wondering what the hell we're going to do on SmackDown with this woman's title. Well, they're going to tell us something tonight on, on Raw, I think, as a hook to SmackDown. You follow me now?
6: I understand, but as a milestone, like last night was a milestone for women well, as far as, like, the yes. like television itself. Right. Age,
2: right. Did you, hey, Willie Chuck, did you hear the first segment of, of this show? Are you listening?
6: I, I, I absolutely did. I've been listening. Yeah, the so
2: that's what I'm saying, dude, because in that regard, I agree with you. I think you're kind of saying what I'm saying, where, you know, it wasn't historic what happened. It was controversial. It was tainted, you know? So in that regard, yeah, I I, I I do think that's a problem. But you can't redo the match in that same night. I think it's just too much. And as far as the five matches on the card thing, I talked about this the other day, bro. You know, it's just those matches, Those you have not one but two ladder matches at the end of the day in in that show those matches take a long time to book and and to perform you know what i mean so i i think that's uh that's why they only give you five matches i didn't feel like it was it it felt longer than five matches because the matches all had a good amount of time and thank you for calling Chuck. the matches all had a lot of time i didn't feel ripped off or gypped that the matches were short or nothing i know Chuck didn't say that but i felt like the matches uh the show was spread out enough and there was enough uh, there was enough breathing time for certain storylines. Dennis, you agree with that?
3: Yes. And then they added the Brizango Ascension match. The
2: tag match, yes. So with the Ascension out of nowhere, yeah. I know. Usually, usually they're I cutting.
3: Usually they're cutting time. Yeah. Here they were like, oh, we have extra. There you yeah.
2: go. Well, I think it's good because they've been pushing, you know, Brizango, and I think it's good. I wouldn't. I. I mean, I wish there was a little bit more involved. I mean, I like Ascension. You know what I mean? I there's something about them I like. So I. I wish there was a little bit more. Into building that, but, um, you know, eh, I had no problem. You're right, it would end up being six matches. I had no problem with them not redoing the Money in the Bank women's match. Hey, David, on Long Island, uh, you're on the Tash show. What's up, I? Huh, What's going on?
0: Good moment. Uh, I mean, you just pretty much hit everything on the head with the women's Money in the Bank, but do you think this, like, was booked for a while, or do you think this is last-minute changes, I personally think the way it ended took away from, you know, the historical part of the match, yes. but where do you think this goes moving forward?
2: I think that they're going to put the briefcase in someone else's hands, Dave. That's what I think is going to happen. Oh, I- oh so,
0: you, you, so you think we're going to get a, a brief... Uh, your hands like we did with um yeah. <clears throat> uh, Ken Anderson.
2: Uh, I don't remember that, but I'm sure I'm not good with that type of history. But you're probably right. I probably called it, it was Ken Anderson. Why well, that's what happened with Ken Anderson and Money in Bank. Same thing you just that that, that I'm suggesting. They changed the, the briefcase. Uh,
0: yeah, he uh Edge uh won the one a briefcase on the line match against him, and oh, that was uh. There you go. Okay, I forgot about.
2: It. So did I call that? Was so I was me and Michael Cole? Was that on SmackDown?
0: I believe so.
2: <laughs> so I can't remember, dude. Like, <laughs>
0: but, but but also, um, I do know I'm out of time limit. How do you feel about the uh, Dusty finishes one and two with the Women's Money in the Bank ending with Ellsworth dropping it to Carmella, followed by the intentional count out by the Usos?
2: Uh, you're going, David, now, see, I'm going to let you allow... You're using inside very deep terms. Dennis, you hear that? He said dusty <laughs> finishes. Like, what? Uh, David, really, bro? You're going to call me and say... Talk, what, what, "What? What's a dusty finish?
3: It's the end of the movie uh, when it gets all teary-eyed.
2: Is that dusty eyes or is that dusty roads? What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: oh, no, no. I, I'm, I'm talking about... An, un, an unclean finish.
2: I, I, I know what it means. Um. Yeah.
0: No, no. because I mean, like, for example, I, I feel I was on Twitter live-tweeting last night. A lot of people were not happy with the way this historic first Women's Money in the Bank match uh, Yeah, ended. I agree. Follow, followed by what was a great... Uh, match for the tag team championship,
2: and then Usos just walked out. I know that, that yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't. That was, I did not like that. I, I was going to get into that a little later on in the show. And thank you for calling, Big Dave. Uh, yeah, I was not happy with the the way that happened. I'll get into that in a little while about the. Uso. Yes, oh shot. my God! How about that dead hand attack? I don't know. One of the guys that that you know, like like I don't know. If, that seems like a moment for our friend Lee I mean. He oh might, yeah, that that was a the. Oh Dude, yeah. sometimes it's like, yeah, the dead hand just has a mind of his own. Like, ah, just attacks. Did you see that?
3: That was, that was something. <laughs> it's it's tough when the sound effects to store startles you. That's actually a great point. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never thought about That's that. That. not easy to do.
2: <laughs> any up, you- any update on did anybody show up for work besides me, you, and Anthony? Well, we've
3: I've heard from one.
2: Oh wow, interesting. Yes. Awesome. He said. <laughs> D- tell me later, because I don't, I don't yeah, want to yeah, yeah, get mad. I'm going to get mad. Just by yeah. that laugh, I know I'm going to get mad. I'm yep. actually having a good time doing a show right now, so I don't want to get mad. I, I could get mad the second hour, which we're on the cusp of the second hour. I could do that in the second hour. I have plenty of time to get angry. I have plenty of time to get angry. I really do. Like I said, in the second hour, I definitely want to get into um, <laughs> talking about Baron Corbin winning. I'm going to get into that there. Full, full throttle Jones on that. Uh, so we'll talk about that Let me get into another call here John in Philadelphia You're on the Taz show What do you say there Haas? Hey good moment Taz Hey good moment big guy Good moment Lumber Biscuit Good moment yeah. So
6: a um, caller just called in uh, Saying about the uh, Anderson winning the uh, the Money in the Bank from Edge on Raw A couple years ago
2: Was that Raw um, or was Smackdown? Actually, was that Raw? That was Raw? What?
6: That was Raw, and then uh, he cashed in on the Undertaker the day after. So I probably
2: didn't call if it was Raw. It was probably J.R. and King, right?
6: Yeah, it was J.R. and King. Damn it. But I think you called an Undertaker match on SmackDown the next day. Okay, great. Yes.
2: Got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what else is up? Yeah.
6: <laughs> so, um, yeah, what I was thinking was uh, what if they put James Ellsworth in, the, in a ladder match with, uh, with Carmella against Becky Lynch on SmackDown? And
2: a handicapped Jones with well, uh, why 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 team. Becky why uh, because what, who did uh, Ellsworth knock off the gimmick? Two girls, he, he right? He Knocked off Becky Lynch. Becky, it wasn't. Who else was on the ladder with Becky? It was somebody else. It
0: was just.
2: It was just Becky. It was just
0: Becky. Okay, yeah.
2: that's not a bad idea then in your part, dude. Um, we need to put your name on the docket here, John in Philly. Uh, Dennis is writing it right now with his invisible pen, with invisible ink. Uh, we we'll put him on the docket. <laughs> we need to give him credit because that's a good idea. Like, uh, that's a pretty good idea if you do that, because uh, you're right. Because Becky, see, I keep thinking Becky. Oh, I, I'm confusing the two money in the banks. That happened when Nakamura and AJ were on the ladder when when Baron pushed them both off.
7: Right, right.
2: That's why I got confused. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's not a bad idea on your part, dude. I mean, I think I think you could do that. I think you got to do something, John and Philly. Thanks for calling. I think you got to do something uh on smackdown and i think that promotion needs to happen tonight on raw we will get an update from shane mcmahon today yeah that's right shane mcmahon from smackdown or daniel bryan um you know on on what the the women in the the money in the bank you know update gimmick whatever for tomorrow night on smackdown just do that just do that on raw either shane's there or something or via satellite whatever something speaking of satellite i gotta go to break Okay, Other side of the break, I will, um, which has nothing to do with satellites, but I will, um, get into talking about Baron Corbin. Was it a good thing or a bad thing that he won the Money in the Bank mail match? And what about Nakamura? Did he not wrestle enough in the card for you guys? Huh. <laughs> we'll talk about all that and other stuff here in attachment. Sit tight, bitches.
4: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities, talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: All right, Tasho back here, one hour down, one hour to go. It's Monday edition, Talking Money in the Bank uh, from last night. Full throttle. I'll get into talking about Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton in this segment here. Also, I will talk about the uh, Baron Corbin winning um, the Money in the Bank mail match. I'm looking at the gimmick chat over at TazShow.com, where you can log in with your Twitter account, your Facebook account, your YouTube account, your Instagram account, and you can chat amongst each other and watch the show. It's a lovely item at TazShow.com. It's free. Just jump in. No login, gimmick, nothing, whatever. Uh, I want to read a couple of comments here. I see uh, Kink Dog. Said uh, he said Maria sixth person in. ah could be I heard some scuttlebutt about that over the weekend because people knew that she was going to be there her and Mike so I think it'd be good if you did have Maria win let's see like she's a sixth person and they do a rematch and they do it on SmackDown uh, tomorrow and hypothetically Maria wins the King Dogs the King Dogs point and she wins I mean that's great it's a great creative for the heels and does uh, the character of Mike and Maria that they have that kind of power. That she has that kind of power you know that'd be great for them if they did that I say somehow some way you keep it on Carmella okay and you redo the match in essence I'm saying that as a real trite thing but somehow some way you do the match over or you do a match where like a call said earlier you know one verse 1v1 one for the briefcase like they did with Edge. To the, Who was the caller who said that from Long Island? I can't remember. The gentleman's name was drawing a blank. David. David, thank you. Uh, with Edge and, um, what do you say, Anderson. So maybe you do that. And I think you got to let Carmella win it. Have her keep it. Because then it, it hurts this girl's credibility if she don't have that. If she just loses it now, it could, it could hurt. Let me say it with a qualifier. It could hurt her credibility. Even though she's a heel. And Caveman person named Caveman on the gimmick chat said it would be funny if they stripped Carmella of the briefcase which led to a male rights gimmick with Ellsworth. <laughs> I don't think they'll do that. Uh, and then Caveman also said it's kind of sad though I really think the briefcase suits Carmella and I replied to uh, Caveman and said I agree. Oh yes I do agree. I dig that that's to my point I'm saying that you gotta somehow some way try your best to keep it on her. Uh, or put it back on her. To solidify her but but not you know it's fine if they cheat somehow but but not so tainted that's my only thing you just it's just too tainted right now that's that's the issue so uh so i wanted to talk a little bit here uh quickly um and uh about the um before i talk about uh baron corbin i want to talk about mahal and uh, randy orton so look at I, I thought the match was very good. I liked that they had uh, the Legends sitting ringside of St. Louis Legends, as we saw many of them. Larry D. X. Henning, we saw Kurt, uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt sorry, my bad. Larry D. X Henning, we saw Greg Gagne, uh, who'd we see? We saw Ric Flair, obviously. We saw Cowboy Bob Orton, Randy Orton's dad. We saw Sergeant Slaughter. We saw Baron Von Raschke, ah, the claw master. And if you notice, looks like Raschke at his age, the face he makes, that heel thing. He's better than half the kids that are on these rosters now. Like, he he, he just it just looked great. Even that, I want you to look at, at Cowboy Bob Orton's face when the Sing boys grabbed him. And the way he sold. Like he's, Watch his eyes. Go back and watch it, Dennis. I urge you. Go back and watch it. Watch Cowboy. The guys from that era, how great they were. They worked here.
3: I actually did
2: notice his eyes. he, no, he looked. He looked at both. I don't remember the Singh brothers' individual names. He looked at one, then looked at the other. Like who's going to hit me first? Like he was. He was shitting himself. It was great. It was great. Just his facials were awesome. I would have won a different way with this. I would have won a different way. They used the the legends and especially Bob Wharton, to have Randy snap because the Singh brothers laid their hands on 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 my dad. Oh my god! And he and Randy. Just destroyed those kids, but um, I would have di- went a different route. I don't like that Ric Flair was just standing there and didn't throw a punch. He was too close to one of those Singh brothers to help Cowboy. I I would have went a different route where they would have came over talking smack and have Randy have a uh, Cowboy Bob Orton and uh Ric Flair just each both throw a punch or something or a slap or whatever, uh and and drop those two kids and then they get mad and grab Bob Orton, try to get him over the guardrail, here comes Randy. I would've got that big pop by having Bob Orton drop one and Ric Flair chop the other one, imagine that? Like a punch, boom, by Orton, a chop, boom, by Flair. They both take a bump, guardrail's in between them, the barrier, and then next thing you know, the Sing Bros jump up, pissed off, they both grab, (coughs) they both grab uh, Cowboy Bob Orton, they're trying to pull him a railing, here comes Randy and then do your business. That's how I would have did that different. Spitball booking Jones on the fly. But I love the fact that Jinder Mahal won the match. I told you he was going to win. You got to keep your heat. He kept his heat. He won with his finish. Not a fan of the finish. And and I've told you guys this before. And last night solidified my reasons why I'm not a fan of the finish. (laughs) And why he needs a better finish. Because the finish is cumbersome. It takes too long to hook the thing in. Okay, they had Randy do all this business on the outside with the Singh brothers. <clears throat> Jinder Mahal disappeared. I didn't. I couldn't hear the announcing. I don't know if there's any rules. Why wasn't counted out, Randy Orton. I mean, I'm not going to throw a flag on it, but I think you got to have a little respect for the rules and sense because there is a work. And if you have no rules, that's just then it really just nothing matters. You know, just he was out there a long time. I don't. I don't know if there's any explanation for that. I, again, I, I, in defense of the announcers, I wasn't listening at that point to the announcing. I was watching it. But here's my point once randy eventually gets back in the ring that finish has to happen boom boom boom. that quick mahal i, I thought what i would have done have rev randy okay dead hand again i've ripped my freaking headphones out mother effer it's not that funny dennis ass <laughs> so <laughs> you're laughing at i i have a problem here
3: <laughs> yes
2: dude if i hit you with this dead hand bro you know what this thing's like a club it's like the claw. It's like, oh. ugh, ugh. So um, So, <laughs> I digress. I would have done it where Randy, as soon as he just destroys the Singh brothers, I, I, I would have Randy, as he goes in the ring, here comes, out of nowhere, Jinder Mahal with just a big running boot, by bam and nails, I ah, forget it, and nails Randy. <clears throat> Or just comes in and hits him with something, one, two, three. <clears throat> as soon as Randy gets in the ring, slides in almost backwards. The Viper would do that. He backs into the ring because he's just looking at his prey. And, and for a second, Randy has a just a quick second of forgetting that Mahal's somewhere in the ring area. As he slips in backwards, as Randy turns around, here comes Jinder Mahal out of nowhere, running big giant boot from that six foot five dude, and he drops Randy Orton. And you can't pin him off a big boot. I would do that into a finish not his finish the finish is clunky it's cumbersome and I love Mahal I love the heat he gets love the way he looks I love the whole thing I just think he needs more an impactful quicker finish it's important think of some of the great finishes you guys know that have worked for some guys the stunner boom boot to the stomach BAM stunner you're a rock bottom turn around boom rock bottom done <laughs> you know, you know, RKO. Damn, rock bottom, submission stuff. Okay, go 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 into into uh, uh into my choke. Okay, the Kata Hajime, the Taz mission. I, I I just needed once that back got turned to me, I hooked it, quick, and and I used the half Nelson to get that visual of the guy's arm going up to get a pop. There's all there's a design, there's an art to building. Uh, to, I'm sorry, there's an art to having a finish to maximize the emotion in the crescendo of the finish of the match and that finish Jinda has does not do that it's a clunky cumbersome move it, it felt anticlimactic the way, way the way and how he pinned Randy with it i just I, it just I, it don't work it don't work it don't Again, I, I keep saying choke slam. I know that shouldn't be his finish. I'm not saying it is. This, I feel like I said this like three times already. Since last week, just picture Randy Orton backs into the ring, slips under the bottom rope backwards, as he slips in, he turns, gets to his feet, quick, turns around. Here comes Jinder Mahal. Forget about a big boot, which would be a great visual for a guy as big as as uh, as Mahal. Here's a choke slam. Just boom, boom, jack him up. Damn, Doom. One, two, three. It's great impactful. Instead of, okay, I got a hook you here, almost like a cobra clutch. Let me grab get to the side of you. Okay, I'll lift you up. Oh, there we go. Boom. Come on. You lost me by now. Uh, it's very, very, very important. Finishes, especially for guys that are top guys, need to be the right finish. The physicality behind the finish. That move he does, does not work. And last night was proof for me. I say keep the title on this man for a long time. I'm not saying take the title off him. And I think they're going to do that. I say keep this on him a long time. I'm telling you. Keep it on him. Keep it on him. Keep it on him, for sure. Keep it on him. Hey, uh, Chap Shooter, North Carolina, you're on the Taz show. What's up? Good moment, Taz. What's Good up?
0: moment, Taz team. What up, buddy? Um, not much, but when that match started between Orton and Jinder, how nice of it. Was for the crowd to actually cheer the baby face and the Buddha
2: heel. I agree. It felt, I was saying that um, uh, to somebody I was uh, texting with during the match. I'm like, wow, look at this. You have a prototypical good guy versus bad guy. Good guy's in his hometown, bad guy's a foreigner, and it's just old school booking and it feels right.
0: It, I, just, I love that because I literally had to take a moment to just appreciate that moment of the show. Probably my favorite moment of the show. My, my awesome. favorite, my
2: favorite moment of the show was not that. My favorite moment of the show, I get into that in a little while. Remind me, Dennis. I actually, was in the uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. But I'll get into that in a second. What, what else is going on, dude? Talk to me.
0: Oh, um. So I was thinking about a finish for gender while you were talking about that. Yeah. What if he used like a lariat? Because you know he's got that thick upper body. Yeah. Just blows a quick lariat and just takes him out.
2: Like uh, like JBL would do the, the clothesline from hell type of lariat, right? Yeah. Like Stan Hansen yeah. did. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say stand
2: here, to the word right out of my mouth. I I would I would do that or or you I mean a a fast striking move? Uh, yeah, I would do that or maybe a misdirection, a uh, roaring forearm, spin around, boom, and just drill a guy with a, a you know a shiver, a forearm shiver, something like that. I think would be good. Um, yeah, just, just something to club
0: him. Just yeah, just, he looks like a clubbing type.
2: Yeah, something like that. I, yeah, anything fast like that. Um, what he's doing is just too clunky. I I I don't want to be redundant. And thank you for calling, Chapshooter. I mean, you're very familiar with forearm shivers, Dennis. You're a world-class linebacker. Yeah, right? no, yeah no, no, you don't even know how to throw a forearm shiver. You're, you're, you're telling me how great of a linebacker you are. I was a big rip-through guy. Oh. Rip, right here. Rip, right? I hey, know. Dip the shoulder? Yeah. I'm about to swim. Remember the swim. I
3: wasn't a good oh, swimmer. I got cool. short arms. Me too. I'm not even on mic. Look at me. I'm not even on the mic. <laughs> Put my mic on. I'm not on mic right now. But now I am. <laughs> One more word, and I'm hanging up on you. Yeah, no swim. Watch that
2: swim. <laughs> swim over. Right yeah, now, it's, it's all. It's all the pat. But I got the first tech. move's you, pat. You it's not a pat. You got a whack. Oh. You got a whack, not pat. Speaking of pat, nowhere to be found. Buddy is stupid.
3: Correct. Correct.
2: What's his last name again?
3: McGroin. Right. No relation to Phil, though. No, that's McCracken. Same
2: family, same bloodline, just... Uncles to my... The original loose ass. Loose ass one, as we call him. The originator. (laughs) Yeah. Gotcha. Just want to make sure I understand what we're doing, so... Hey, who we have here? Colin in the Steel City of the Pittsburgh. What's going on, Colin? Uh, welcome to the Taz Show.
6: Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, what do you uh, say there? What's up? I want to say thank you to Dennis for being so accommodating with the fans this morning.
2: Oh, yeah. Dennis is multitasking Jones. He's running all over the place, earning his money. The guy's overpaid it as it is, my friend. So he, he needs to work a little more. Let's be honest. I
6: wanted to apologize to you for getting you so heated up uh, last Monday.
2: You got me heated up?
6: Yeah, you went on like a 20 minute tirade about people using the wrong vernacular.
2: And 20 minute anything. tirade? Hold on, that's called the Tash Show. How <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about? It's a two hour tirade. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love it, man. That's why I love it. Well, uh, whatever. No problem. I've I moved on. I don't remember, but that's okay, Colin. What else is going on?
5: Uh, I just wanted to talk. Uh, I missed a little bit of the show while I was trying to call back in. Did you go on Baron Corbett at all?
2: Uh no not yet I'm gonna do that in a little bit I, I have not that's the only thing I haven't talked about yet I've talked about the women's uh match uh, Money in the Bank I've talked about Jim Hall and Orton I've talked uh I didn't really talk about the tag team match much but no well why what's up
6: That's more or less what I uh, wanted to hear from you when it comes oh. to uh, Baron Corbin where do you think the next step is for him What style of a carrier the briefcase do you think he should play.
2: I think he um, should be a guy that he's he should he should be a gunslinger in a sense that he's got bullets in his gun and he's going to be calculating about it. And thank you for calling, uh, very much, Colin. Uh, he should be very calculating to the fact of that he has bullets in his gun, and that's what he should do, um, and and not, you know, jump at any opportunity. Uh, I think he should be the type of heel in his promo work that. He reminds people. It's like threatening in essence, meaning people of power like Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon. That's what I would do with him. He's got to be that type of guy where it's always luring over whoever, the champ or the company. I know the champs are heel too, but that he has this briefcase. I mean, it's not reinventing the wheel, but I just think it works for him. Uh, It would work for him, I should say. And, um, you know... Before I get into talking about uh, Baron Corbin winning, which uh, I was actually happy about, I thought Knock War would win. I said that on, uh, on Friday in our prediction Schnee,
3: but didn't you say Knock too? I said either Knock or Baron Corbin. Yeah. They're the two that made the most sense. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well,
2: I was talking earlier about, uh, and no one reminded me, I'll just remind myself, about the, uh, the moment that stuck out for me in that, in that show last night. It was two moments involving the same guy in both of, both of the moments. How about that? <laughs> when AJ Styles and Nakamura once nak came back out, they locked eyes and they were both on one side of the each side of the ladder and they locked eyes. The and there was a great uh, reaction from the audience. The announces laid out a little. They didn't talk through it a lot. They talked a little bit. I. Would have liked them talking even a little less during that moment because it was a powerful moment. They, they, I think they could have told a little more of the backstory of the rivalry these guys had in Japan. I don't think they said that,
3: did they? The, they, they said that there's a long history between the two, but they didn't say Japan trite, specifically.
2: Very trite. Yeah. I would say the the all over the world these two have a rivalry or a long history. Maybe rivalry is an exaggeration because I don't know how big you know it was the whole uh uh too sweet what do you call it the uh gimmick they were all doing right with Finn Balor what's it called uh, cl- uh, bullet the bullet club, club. Bull- bullet club yeah yeah so that whole feel but i i i, I so the moment that i loved the two moments was when aj and uh and knock looked at each other and they moved the ladder out of the way i'm like ah, oh, this is great stuff this is great stuff they they're going to they're going to they're gonna have at it you know before they try to climb and get that briefcase that was very cool and very unique smart booking <sighs> that moment ellen the second moment i loved was when i was terrified for him but when they mo- when ziggler moved the ladder out of the way for aj and aj's hanging up there hanging on to that briefcase and that cable man you ain't working that <laughs> and then aj took that bump face first on his chest oh lord You folks have no clue, not to be, uh, I'm not trying to be nasty, but you have no clue how hard it is to control your body in the air as he fell, like AJ did, to fall the way he fell. That is, there aren't many in uh, in the wrestling business that can do that. I know the guy talking right now, me, I couldn't have. Good Lord, I would not have done that. (laughs) Yeah, you're more man than me, brother. I just wouldn't do that, AJ. I love you, but jeez, you're nuts. That's that bump is more dangerous than it looks. You you really uh you can shatter a limb in a second with a bump like that. But man, he controls his body so well in the air, does AJ. Uh it's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's uh there's nobody like the guy. He's just unbelievable. Very hard to do that. Um but you know, the match. Itself, I thought was good. You know, I liked it. Um, at first, for while the whole match was going on, and we did not see Nakamura because he got jumped by Baron at the end. I'm sorry, at the beginning, and got laid out and stuff. The longer that Baron, I'm sorry, the longer that 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 the uh, knock wasn't out there, I'm like, wow, that, it seems like they're really are they really gonna do a. An f job here to the audience and and not have not come out. I'm like, ah, he's got to come out, you know. So it was good that he came back out and he was out for he was out there wrestling for a while and he had a lot of good shining moments, meaning Nakamura. Um, I love the fact that 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 AJ, I'm sorry, that Baron won. Um, I could tell right away how he was going to win once I saw those two cats, Nakamura and AJ, climb to the top of the gimmick. I'm thinking Baron Corbin should come in any second here, and sure enough, that all happened. But I definitely thought when Nakamura, back up a little bit, I don't want to be all over the place. When 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 Nakamura came back out, my honest, my honest opinion was, okay, he's probably going to win this thing. I'm right, Dennis is right, a lot of people are right. He's going to win this Money in the Bank. But once I saw that they were going with a storyline with AJ and Nak mostly in that match, once Nak came back out. I'm like, well, maybe he's not winning this thing because AJ's not winning, so it must be Baron. And I'm not one of these people, and I really want you to believe me when I say this. I know a lot of you all like this. I'm not, where I I I have to try to figure them out at all times. I I don't I don't usually get that deep into it. Like I usually like to watch it for the entertainment of it, and appreciate the athleticism of it, and the art of pro wrestling, which I've lived for a lot of years. So I that part I love. Uh, no, I don't usually get hooked into Alright I see what they I'm not the guy that like with a magician When you watch the guy like Oh I can see there's a cable there That's how that girl disappeared They threw her up with a double sided mirror And a Shane Schnavitz, and Burnham I don't do all that I get s- sucked into the moment like a mock Hook, line, and sinker Speaking of marks Dennis, did you like The Money in the Bank uh, Main event gimmick
3: Loved it the right off the bat, everyone loves Knox entrance. Place goes nuts. Corbin jumps him. Great heel move. Take it away from the great me. heel
2: move. Now speaking of the entrance, my friend, and I use that term very loosely. The loosest. I mean that's it's looser than a, a chick on you know Forty Second Street. What the hell? How,
0: How much does she cost, both? <laughs>
2: Uh jeez! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was good. That was funny. That was fun. So <laughs> I, I thought we we're gonna go show it out without hearing. I, answers, I thought so I, too, I, I, I but guess. it just—it doesn't feel right. I hey, can't see. It's just he can't help himself. You see that, ain't? I know that's like the longest he's ever gone without. Yeah, saying I, it, it actually is. It actually is. He can't. He he was looking for any opening he could do, and he found it and he jumped <laughs> at it. I couldn't do nothing about it. He just
0: stumped me. Well, when he was uh, co- screaming the calls before, he was trying so hard not to do the voice like it was itching <laughs> out of him. Actually, actually, that I would be funny
2: do. if you just screamed the calls as the ant voice. That'd actually be good. All right, then you're
0: done. Get back to work before oh, I so, give you a beating. Um,
2: we're saying, uh, what was it talking about before you threw me Oh, the music. The music. well, what? what?
3: <laughs> Doug, you, got, you, said, uh, fr- you said something. Oh, something friend. And then you said the loosest term possible. I was talking about Knox entrance. Yes, you said the entrance. I
2: got it, got it. I got it. I got it. Yes. So yeah, here it is. I'm sorry,
3: a <laughs> bull in the china shop over here. That dead hand's freaking <sighs> heavy. That's, that's my good hand. hand. Yeah, yeah. What the hell?
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, Knox, Knox, music. Okay. I would have went a little bit different when he came out, when he finally came out to fight uh, towards the end of the money in the back bank match. What I would have done, I would have let the music play so people kept singing during the physicality a little bit longer. They, they did the typical, you know, let's just cut the music, the guy's in the ring, they're going to start fighting. ECW style, if you remember back in the day, where music would just play and crank through a lot of physicality. Uh, natural Born Killers would crank when, uh, when Mustafa and New Jack would would wreak havoc in, in uh you know in ECW and it added not just that, I mean Sandman's music a lot of times, I mean, it adds to the excitement and to the energy. You know, let let the Nakamura Nakamora song play for a little while while he's shining and beating the piss out of people, you know, until they have that down moment with him and AJ looking at each other and they move the ladder. I, I would have kept it going so people go ah and they sing his song like a bunch of crazy people's silliness. Uh, all right, going to break now. i right, of break. We'll be on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash the I will also get a little deeper into the conversation about Baron Corbin winning. Um, I'll try to talk a little bit about the tag team match. I don't know if I'm going to talk much about it, to be frank. And my name's not even Frank. <laughs> yes. All right, Tasho sit down.
4: To play it, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: Yeah, all right. Monday, uh, Monday edition of the Tash Show. I was looking at the uh, we're in the fourth quarter, by the way. We're on Facebook Live right now, Facebook.com slash Tash Show. Hello, everybody, on Facebook Live. I was actually um, looking online, I was talking to my wife about it the other day. Big Brother starting soon, bro. It's Big Brother 19, I think it is. Big Brother, man, on the CBS TV. Huge mark for the show for a long time. Yeah, it might seem like a feminine move by me, very sexist comment I'm about to make. That maybe this show is for. Females and not men, but you know what? I'm proud. I'm proud to say I'm a Big Brother fan. I've had uh, their, one of their producers on my show here, Chris Roach, be a writer for WWE. I've known Chris a long time. Dennis, uh, you don't seem like the type, you don't seem to me like the type to watch a Big Brother type show. Uh, you would rather lean towards a Yankee game, which I respect.
3: Not a huge Big Brother. I, I I do enjoy the concept that just. Never got into it.
2: Guess what? You're into it now. Yes. Because uh, it's going to be a big part of the show. We're gonna I'm cover in. it. So I encourage all of you out there to watch as much Big Brother as possible. I get nothing from them. Nothing.
3: Would you participate if they asked you?
2: Uh, no, probably not.
3: I don't think I could I do it. I just want to watch it from afar.
2: I don't think I could. I, I'm not good at interacting with people.
3: I would love to see you in the bubble. I know.
2: I'm not, I, I know this sounds crazy because what I do for a living, and because what I did as a wrestling announcer and everything, and as a pro wrestler, I am not good with people. Like I can't communicate well with people. I can communicate with this in front of me. I can't, when I say I can't, that's an exaggeration. I'm not as good unless I'm, like I'm not, not as good. I'm, I, don't, I don't care, not, this is not about you. I don't care about you. Or anybody. It's an arrogance. I, I don't want to hear your thoughts and opinions. I want the power. so I have the microphone. I don't care what anybody else thinks. So I don't. I can't have a conversation with somebody. So I can't be in a house trapped for whatever the whole summer with a bunch of these people. Uh, dude, they'd, they'd vote me out in like a week. Because I would be the biggest ass going. Just rip people left and right.
3: Now what if Ant and I came with you and we just did the show from in the... well?
2: That would be awesome. If you, one of you guys were on Big Brother, now that's money. That that's that's big money. Let's be honest. That's big money. I'd wear nothing but tash shirts. I thought you were going to stop it. I'd wear nothing. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Let's put a shirt on. you run around. They blur it out, right? Don't need you run around all pasty and bloated. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that inside voice I, I am what I am I told you I can't communicate with people I told you that dude I can't I'm not good at talking to people like one, like in a conversation like you know for years my son you know has played sports and you know all the lacrosse games or when, football games when he was younger I mean he wrestled you know everything baseball I mean always around parents so you know what I did no dude I can't stand being around the parents right but now in college it's going to be different like Because the parents It's a little bit the same but it's a little bit different Because you've been through the gamut as a parent So it's a little bit of a different type of level of respect and intelligence there Okay but dude When your kid's young and you're dealing with parents bro It's like you know what How about I take my Just take my effing thumb And drive it in your eye ma'am Or sir ma'am.
3: No I don't want to buy your cookies
2: <laughs> Listen I don't want to talk to these people Get away from me, okay? Especially when I was in WWE. I'm a WWE superstar, ma'am. Okay, sir, get away from me. You shouldn't be allowed to be this close to me. Walk away. Well, your kid plays third base. Mine plays short. F you ass. My kid is better than yours. Go away. They're teammates. No. We have nothing to do with each other. No. Go away, jerk stop dude it's bad Dennis bad so you know what I did when he was younger best thing I ever did any dads out there that are like me or moms that are not sociable I highly suggest this no Dennis this is going to be good advice
3: I'm sure it is that's why I'm curious coach
2: what I'm not kidding you it's better to deal with the players than the parents Coach, because you are in the dugout, you are on the sideline, you are, you know, you're not dealing with I... the people under the tent or with the folding chairs on the sideline. Well, look at that, do they, they, they have enough water Are they hydrated? Shut up! They're friggin' 14, 13, 17, 12, they're hydrated. Shut the F up. Maybe they need orange peels, maybe they need to go suck an egg.
3: Bad. I think I think coaching would bring on more scrutiny. No. Why isn't Timmy playing? Oh, no, no, sir. You set that tone from jump. From the rip, as Duh. we say, in the streets.
2: You should have known that about you. You set that tone from the rip. Simple email. <laughs> this will be good. I am not approachable. Avoid me. My assistant coach, Mr. Davis, speak to him. You hire, you bring someone in that is the basically the pin cushion, the heater. And you let them be the one that the, co- the parents vent to. And you keep distance from these other people. You don't say hello to them. You don't acknowledge them. Nothing. Their kids, you treat their kids like gold. But them, stay away from me. Don't talk to me. Don't, don't even make eye contact. Don't even look at me. Yeah, Okay, well, the kids are in, you know, whatever. Third grade. They're playing Little League. I understand. It's a little aggressive. But that was my attitude. It worked well. But what I did, once my kid got to a certain age, I stopped coaching them. Especially once I should say, let me digress. Once he started playing lacrosse, I stopped coaching because I didn't know enough about lacrosse. As, as I never played lacrosse as a player, so I never, I would not want to. I wasn't qualified, in my opinion, to, to coach a, a, a team. You know, when he was younger, that's football and baseball, different story. You know I mean, all right, back to the uh, topic at hand: is money in the bank. The one match I did not talk about also. Was the um, Naomi versus Lana A lot of people are surprised that Lana Was as good in the ring as she was Right wouldn't you say that's fair Dennis
3: Uh yes and no Well the
2: announcing drilled that in your head Didn't
3: they C- Certainly.
2: Okay. So the more the announcing drilled that in your head That wow she's better than she is I'm thinking oh boy She's not winning I thought she was going to win the match And when she wore that blue Skimpy suit she wore I'm thinking oh boy Skimpy it skimpy Blue Jones. She's gonna win this thing. I was wrong. I think it's good Naomi has it, but I definitely thought they were gonna put it on uh Lana. I um I think that some fans and because of the announcing are like, Wow, uh Wow, I, I some fans I think were saying, uh, man, she's a lot better than I thought she was. Um Going to be and all this kind of stuff because I think the announcing I I, I felt like they did that a lot with the announcing. Um, I got to be honest with you. I mean I thought she was okay in the ring, but to be on a worldwide pay per view to that level, I'm just being frank. Um, getting a shot at the women's championship, I, I don't I don't I don't think the work was that. I just hate to be rude. I just I don't know the girl. I really don't. I mean uh, she she's not bad, and she's going to be really good in the ring. I just don't think she should be at that. Uh, At an opportunity like that at that level I don't I just don't Um, I I think her character's great Um, she's starting to grow on me without Rusev Um, but I don't think that she is at that level to get a world title shot at the women's championship on a big pay-per-view like that I just don't think she's just don't think she was ready for that from a physical perspective perspective as a professional wrestler I think she was okay well she's better than I thought I agree I better than I thought too I agree with that but that doesn't mean you should be getting a shot at the world title you know like I know it's a work but these things are important so
7: yeah
2: I mean look um the music is brutal do you, do you realize that? Now, I think that all the fans of the Taz show, when they see Lana and they hear that little, 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 that music, I think they think of this show. Do you, I, I really do. I get tweets about it. You agree with that?
3: I would agree with that. I also have a confession. I kind of like this song.
2: Well, you it's and so bad, Darren it's Davies, Darren Davies, the guy who rips you a lot on Facebook Live. <laughs> I love Lana's music. Saxophone Jones. Oh, Damn, Darren. horrible. Coming together. Maybe you and Darren should go sit in like a, a coffee shop somewhere and drink espresso, listen to jazzy music with saxophones. It's a, I think you're playing a clarinet, sir, or a skin flute. I can't recall what that was, but you Bobo. know, well, it depends what type of saxophone. I have a little quiz for you. How about this?
3: <laughs> I'm gonna fail. Oh, you will. I don't know my brass too well. At least, at least
2: it's actually not a brass
3: douche. It's a woodwind.
2: Ding, 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 ding.
3: Because of the reed.
2: Wow! Look at you. You want to go music with me? No, I I don't. I I just Uh, you sound like you want to talk. Is it an alto sax? Is it a tenor sax? What do we got going on? Soprano? Is it a soprano sax? I say no. It's not a soprano. I wouldn't know. I say that's a tenor sax. Is that the one? it's the the one that's a tenor sax. Mother effer, that's what it is. Is it the one with the ring that's up my ass? No, not that one.
3: That's a skin flute. (laughs) Yes. What's the, what's the traditional saxophone when you when you look it's at
2: an alto sax? You okay. look at someone play like a little sax. It's just out. Yeah, that was Lana's. Yeah, he it's, that was it's, good. It's an alto sax. And then we have a full orchestra. Then you have what's his name? New Day with the the trombone Jones. We know that, right? We need a guy run around with a little trumpet. No, uh, what's his name? Santino Morelli used to have a little trumpet. Oh, I think he did could have sworn he did right didn't he i believe i believe you're correct That was a funny sound bitch sent you know i think he did have a uh, trumpet think so
3: sounds familiar
2: mike baker facebook live all the outcomes were wrong at money in the bank what does that mean does he mean that we were wrong here on our show? Like this no, kind of I show? think
3: I think he just disagreed with every finish.
2: Oh, okay. I was wrong on, I was right on a few things. I was wrong on a couple. I thought one would win. Baron Corbin won, As I said, uh, I wanted to talk about that for a second. I think it's good, man. I think it's good that Baron won. I mean, I think it's real good, and the type of heel he is. Like I said earlier, somebody called said, "How should he handle this money in the bank briefcase?" I think this is something that he hangs over people's heads. Not not talking about it all the time. Always has it with him because that's the gimmick. That's the rule. Got to have it with you. But I think it's something that he uses as that uh, for leverage at times with a power figure like Shane McMahon or Daniel Bryan in character. You know, that's what I think. Day twenty six. Still no AC. By the way, here in the studio fans are blaring, they got. They had another one, that's four now, they're loud too, they're old, beat-up fans, I think they're getting them from uh, an old warehouse in uh, Long Island City, Queens, right by the other side of the Midtown Tunnel, they're, they're, they're burnt down, I And mean, CBS went and bought a few fans in there a garage sale, at the warehouse garage sale, they call it, it's a new cap sale they do, and they bought these, they got the whole pack, they call it a fan bundle, Dennis. For 70 bucks So it's a good deal That's just for the Tash show No one listens to that <laughs> No problem Nobody cares about them it's starting to get a little twisted I could feel it It gets towards the end of the show You know how I get Matt in Brooklyn You're on the Taz show What do you say there Happy Good moment to
8: the human suplex machine. That would be me. And what's up, lumberjack?
2: Hold on a second.
8: Let's do this. What's up, lumberjack? What's up, Ant? Cowboy, everybody there? The whole
2: team is here, Matt. The whole so, team is here.
8: So glad to be on the phone. I've been watching you on Facebook Live forever, commenting. Finally decided to call.
2: Matt, you are the man. Are you a first-time caller? First-time caller, long-time watcher on Facebook Live. Mm, That gets nothing. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) Ha-ha! Yeah! Well, it's great to have you join in, buddy. What's going on? How can I help you? All right. Just had a
8: few comments, observations about, like, the three main matches from last night, and then I had a little Inside Jones question, if you don't mind entertaining me with. And begin. All right. So, regarding the last match, I'm glad Baron Corbin won. I actually, you know, predicted he would win. He's... A real good talker. Yes. He's someone that you could have waiting in the bushes, like you said, just dangling that money in the bank. You need someone like that. Nakamura... He hasn't proven yet he could talk, and it wouldn't look right having him, especially, you know, he could have a thing with AJ going soon. Right. Uh, regarding the championship match, I in, uh, match excuse me, That's I enjoyed it. it. Um, the whole thing with um, uh, Bob Orton being in the crowd, I understand they wanted to get the heat with him being there, and then they invited all those legends just right. to, like, be his posse. Right. But it just weirded me out with the whole St. Louis legends. To me, they're all Minnesota guys. I, know. I, I was, St. Louis.
2: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing.
8: You know, the only people I think of, yeah. you know, St. Louis, is, is
2: Bob Orton and also Harley Race, but we know Harley uh, hasn't been feeling well right. recently. Right, and uh, I think he's. Uh, I, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, because Ganya Greg Ganya, he's a Minnesota guy. Uh, so is Larry Dax Henning.
8: Even even Flair was mainly grew up in Minnesota, right
2: Minnesota, so. Minnesota, and Baron Devon Raschi, the Clawmaster. Yeah, no, no, I agree with all that. I definitely agree with you, Matt, for sure, buddy. Uh, what else you got? We're good yeah. here. We're done. No, no, no. I just uh, quickly about the women's match, I feel... Uh, bro, it's like an opening monologue. It's like, what are you doing, bro? You got, uh, you got all on, day uh, here? Of course, uh, you uh, listen to the show. If you watch Facebook, I show you take over. I get a to say,
8: man. I uh, tell. Th- 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 just with the women's match, I feel that um, the way it ended totally screwed the pooch and totally took the respect away from the whole match. If it was me, I would have just had the referees climb up the whole ladder, grab <laughs> river off, do something like that, like the 2-3 rap. Yeah. Uh, that would have been my choice, but, you know, whatever it is it is, that's the WWE for you. Yeah. Lastly, my Inside Jones question, you know, you know during the week you get your Spanish announcers and your American announcers, yeah. but, you know, during the pay-per-views, you got, like, the whole history yeah. of the world. You get got the, two,
2: the nation, world the world of nations.
8: You got Russia, yeah. Germany, yeah, you got Klingons, you yeah. got everybody. So, the, the question I have is, I know that they've uh, said before that a lot of times the guerrilla team would, like, give you some insights and tell you what to say or give you some ideas. How does it work with all
2: the international guys? It's so funny you... Called Matt because it, I, I swear to you on a stack of Bibles over there at St. Patrick's Cathedral. I was I wanted to talk about this this week because when I watched last night, thanks for calling Matt. And I, you know, we've seen this a lot where they show the announcers and the Indonesia team and the China team and the Japan team and the team from Guam and we have the team from the Bahamas and then we have the team from the Yoruba. Oh, look at that! The Irish team, the German team, the Italiano team. Oh, they're all here. And I thought about this. 'Cause I've been seeing it weekend, week weekend, month in, month out. We've seen this for a long time now. And I'm like, I wonder if the audience, this is definitely a nubworthy thing. I'm thinking that I wonder if the audience, my audience, or the audience of WWE, is under the assumption that all of these international United Nations Jones, all of these announcers that WWE shows on camera, I wonder if the WWE universe or my audience thinks that all of these teams of these announcers are all under contract to WWE, like for like a long time. And I would tell you that is an absolute no. What do you mean no? Uh no, no. I, I, the, 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 Hispanic team is. I, I would bet a lot of money that all those other countries, those guys are getting paid for the night, and um, they obviously speak the language and they're doing the commentary in that language. They're not. They're not like. They're independent contractors, they're talent. And they just get paid for the night. Just like if they, you know, have a whatever. You you know, um I don't know. I can't even give you a good example. But yeah, they get they get paid for the night. That's that's I'm ninety nine percent sure of that. Ninety nine point nine nine percent sure of that. How about that? Anthony Young on Facebook Live, what about Michael Cole? Michael Cole's under a full ball contract. Okay, so all of the announcers you hear, that the English-speaking announcers, no matter if they're backstage interviewers, like Charlie Caruso or JBL at the desk or you know um, Michael Cole or, 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 or Tom Phillips, whoever it is, um, their, their independent contract. Well, actually, I don't want to get into too much detail. A couple of them might be employees, actually. But most of them are independent contractors, under contract maybe for a one-year deal or a two-year deal or maybe a three-year deal. If you have some, uh, a lot of years under the about like just say hypothetically uh, JBL or Corey Gray's been doing this for a while, he might have a you know, two- or three-year contract. You know what I mean? Um, oh, by the way, Kink Dog over there on Facebook Live saying, Mauro, he means Ronaldo, getting to call the Floyd Mayweather fight. Uh, yeah, I saw that good that's good for Mauro very happy for him congrats to Mauro Ronaldo on that that's a big deal I did see that over the weekend he's getting a call out for showtime so that's a big big deal that's awesome so uh you know hey there's life after WWE uh, that that this there's, there's that's well documented you <laughs> know there's life after WWE okay so I can tell you that sometimes it's hard because you typecast but there's life after WWE it's a fact you could either live down the dumps or you could move on up and live up. You know what I'm saying, Dennis? That's how it works.
3: You can go with Anthony and go visit the dumps. <laughs> That's actually well said, my friend. Well said.
2: What else we got? Um Speaking of Anthony, any up hey Ant, any update with that uh, the the girl that you were uh, that you brought to the dumpster um at the park? Uh no. She didn't contact you and from on pond Delhi, and you didn't contact her. Uh, she did contact me, but I gracefully. Oh, you bailed on her. I did. Wow, you are fake news. So basically, you're over. She's not. You dumped her. I, I no no no. I just don't think we mesh. We're not swirling like uh, ice cream. That no one no cares. Sense. Okay, great. Um, awesome. Thanks, I appreciate that. I'm just curious. You'll never hear me talk about
3: it again on the show.
2: That's really the deal. Uh, Dennis, are you good now? You had a multi-test today. You actually had to do some work today.
3: I feel good. I think I lost, like, a couple ounces.
2: Oh, boy, you were running around, man. You, were, I was very impressed.
3: I was charging up and down the halls. You were
2: waddling up the halls, bro. I saw you. I haven't even seen you eat anything yet. That's odd. Are you okay? You feel all
0: right?
3: A little lightheaded. I'll power through. A little redheaded, you mean. <laughs> Uh,
2: that was a bully comment by me, right? No. It's factually accurate. Dude, I don't think it's possible to bully a guy like you. Are you trying to say I'm
3: unbullyable?
2: Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying.
3: I don't think so. I mean, I'm I'm fat. I got red hair. Those are two, uh, two easy I'm gonna targets. I'm going
2: to kick your ass! <laughs> two easy targets. You're a funny guy. You're so funny.
3: Thank you. Really awesome. sarcasm be damned. I appreciate that so compliment. Funny.
2: So funny. No, we didn't talk about um, <laughs> This is on Friday show, How is it? show ended here We're doing a post-production meeting And I see one of the jobbers from the corporate Jones mm-hmm. down the block over here He walks by my room here in my studio. He's got a little plate. I got my bagel on my plate Pop. I GOT MY BAGEL FROM THE BAGEL CLUB! Shirk. And I thought of my team, you guys. Those sons of bitches. They won't let you have a bagel. Cause you're not in the bagel club. <sighs> know what I'm gonna do? We're gonna make, possibly on the docket, a t-shirt for you and Anthony. Your own babe- bagel club t-shirt. And we're gonna make money off of it.
3: Eat Next. all the bagels we want after that.
2: That's right. Yes! We're going to make money Off a of bagel show As I say we We'll put you guys on it Because I get the Vic That's fine You know how that goes Bagel mm-hmm. Club Yeah I got the name ready Anthony Young right here On Facebook Live Bagel Club Jones Thank you Done That's the name <laughs> That's the same with the bagel store You and Anthony You guys uh, We're going to do a t-shirt Cartoon Jones
3: Bagel, The Bagel Boys That's Yeah Bagel Club Jones
2: Dan Torres Facebook Live he Uses an F-bomb I won't should I curse? He said, if I see that effing bear again tonight, I'm just going to stream or download Raw instead of giving them the ratings. Wow. Mike Falvo. This is actually very funny. Buffet Club. Instead of Bullet Club, that's actually a winner.
3: That's actually a really good idea.
2: Mike, consider that stolen. Thank you. It's my IP now, buddy. You say it on my platform. Right, 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 right. Oh uh, yeah, the buffet club is money. That is a good. That's a good one, dude. We're in fifth quarter marker. Forty six seconds. Forty six seconds at the fifth quarter. The buffet club just totally hacked the bullet club logo,
3: and then instead of like guns, we did like f- fork and knife.
2: No drumsticks, like chicken. Like, you know, chicken. Chicken wings with f- oil dripping off it. Oh man, buffet club. Instead of a skull face?
3: Yeah, the skull. See, I want to go like something No, it would be a but
2: fat kid's face. Cool. fat face kid.
3: You know, Jones. I'll like. just get a picture of me from my youth.
2: <laughs> or maybe like a hot dog. Instead of one hot dog and one drumstick. Yeah, that could be a- I hear him t- to the headsets. I hear him. I hear him. It's, What's he struggling trying to say? That's What's, what I hear. <laughs> what
3: is he? What is he trying to struggle with? What's he saying? Go ahead, Ann. I have no idea what you said. I was saying instead of those
2: stripes that they have on the side of the Bullet Club logo, they could be dirty plates that are stacked. Oof. All right, I'll handle off and okay. the mock. Okay, shirt and the design. I'm gonna control. go back to work. <laughs> See you later, buddy. Uh, I'll handle the. Yeah, I'll do that part. I'll just uh,
3: that part. The Buffet Club is an awesome name, though. Thank you, Mike. Yeah.
2: Douglas Davies Jr. has another good name, the Barnacle Club. But I want to stick with the food thing because the bagel club over here at CBS that my team was not allowed to eat bagels because they're not in the club. You didn't pay your... I'll pay for... I'll buy the club.
3: I'll own the club.
2: I'll buy the club and I'll follow them out and let my team eat. You didn't uh, subscribe to the club. Where do I pay, ma'am? Online? Where? Can I use my PayPal account? (laughs) Fucking ass... Jeez. Sorry I don't like when my team's disrespected Dennis. I appreciate that <laughs> get a little hot Sorry, I'm cussing. There's a disclaimer before the show. Sometimes I get a little twisted. It's E5LV now E5LV starting right now. I need five minutes of this. I, I gotta get it out. 3 2 1 <laughs> <laughs> Three, 2 1 test 1 2
3: Five. I, I you do go with three.
2: Eight, three, two, one.
4: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities, talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it
1: this material is rated i am for immature
5: if there's anybody under 18 in the car you better stop and kick them out now motherfuckers because it's time for explicit five live post-show cool down
1: of the taz show fifth quarter city baby
4: fuck you Got
2: forgot about <laughs> the second hooray <laughs> As
0: soon as this shit
2: happened, I looked at you. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, Seth. man. Oh.
2: Uh, back to this goddamn bagel club shit. Okay, I'm telling you. These people over here on this floor, all these corporate jogging people, whatever they call them, running around with their friggin' sports jackets on and their loafers and their, their friggin' khakis. How about this? Kiss my ass. How's that? Okay? Fuck! How's that? Okay? I'm sick of it. Don't disrespect my team. They need to eat. They're chunky guys. You're not in a bagel club, Dennis. Are you on a tag show? Where do you want? You fucking jerk off. <laughs>
3: the, the funniest part is the, it's the people that run the club are these like little ladies yeah right? <laughs> tiny, tiny tiny ladies tiny women and, yeah and you are, you in here,
2: ba- are you from the tag show is that what she said to you
3: yeah no she said where are you from I said the tag show and then she, she just gave, said
2: New York <laughs>
3: <yeah>. she, <laughs> gave me, dumb bitch. she gave me the stink eye
2: <laughs> you said the tag show she gave me the stink eye huh?
3: Hmm. sticky ass lady
2: yeah so so that's nice why don't you tell her to go take a shit
3: I've been burned by that before. You don't want to go down that road. You, you call mean? the wrong person out, especially a lady. Hey, go take a shit. Next thing you know. Yeah, that's a
2: problem. <laughs> but you know what? If the lady's not acting like a lady, sometimes you got to tell them, go take a shit. And, that, and if some you're going to get a bagel, I could just see you waddling in with your sausage fingers and, and Anthony right behind you. Just see you two jobbers walking in there amongst all of these hoity-toity corporate people. Eating their bagels. This is the only thing, this is the closest thing to a fucking team that you got. Because none of you played a sport in your life or been on a chess team or a, a, a bocce ball team. So you gotta start a bagel club team. How fucking soft is that? A bagel club team. How about this? Let my team eat the bagels. I'll give you whatever the fucking money is, you cheap fucks. Bagels are 50 cents each. Go take a shit. Go take a shit on your bagel.
3: Well, that's what I was afraid of. I yeah, told her to go take go a, a, a shit. And she just wipes her ass on my bagel now. I got to eat shit bagel. <laughs> it's
2: bad enough for you to shit sh- sandwich here every day. I'm All right. Probably good now. I had a little out. You know, it was a quick one. Yeah, well, because I get crazy. Fucking Facebook's frozen. What's going on, Dennis? Sick of the shit. Can somebody get the act together around here with the tech team? What about these friggin' people, man? Get your shit together. You accept a paycheck every two weeks in this place. Get the fucking tech shit right in this show. Two goddamn years I'm dealing with this. Go take a shit, you two. Not you, Dennis. The other guys. Are you from the Taz team? Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. I'm the audio producer of the Taz team. I'm the biz dev guy of the Taz team. I'm the closest member of CBS that deals with Taz. Besides that other cheap fuck. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) I have an idea. I'm the closest member to Taz... I'm the audio producer and the biz dev guy. Yeah, I'm from the Taz team. Yeah, I'm from Taz's show. And I know him better than everybody here, except maybe that fuck. Another guy who pisses me off, Seth. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. are you from the Taz team? Dude, why didn't you say that? What does that matter? Little woman. Why didn't you you say that to her?
3: I said, yeah. She followed up. Well, you're not in the Bengal Club. Oh, God. That makes me so mad. I was like, all right, just teach me the handshake.
2: (sighs) Should have told this is the handshake right here. Universal. Tell you what, right now, the shit that has to go down, we got to do an invasion of the Bagel Club on a Friday. I'm talking about when the whole team, I'm going to get everybody. Excuse me. Get everybody up there.
3: Now what's the what's the move? Because I got an idea.
2: Well, handsome Johnny. You remember Handsome Johnny, right? Test one too. Handsome yes. Johnny when he was here. Dude, he could go around this office. Dude, he did whatever he wanted. These people loved him here. They thought he was Taz. Like they 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 thought they thought he he was Taz. They thought he was Taz. Because he was so over. They loved him. They didn't even know who I was. They love Oh, that, that good looking guy. He left. What about the Taz show? Well, what do you mean? Taz is still there? Oh, we thought he was Taz. What? Handsome Johnny was over like Rover with all these people. Do you realize that?
3: He did have a certain panache.
2: Not only would he go into the bagel club, do but they butter the fucking bagel form? You, sir, are like me. People hate you. Yeah. And Anthony's worse than you because they hate him more.
3: I don't know Anthony's pretty well received Really? I think his voice They, they think that he's got like a learning disability <laughs> So they feel bad for him uh, It's just how I talk They're like oh it's okay buddy Here's." Can a I please here. have cream cheese
0: and butter? Please can I have fucking butter too? Lather me up with some of that good, good butter. I'd like a, uh, everything bagel with butter and... Can I have milk?
2: Milk? Fuck you and your milk, Anthony. You're on the Taz Show.
3: Milk. I wasn't anticipating an E5L today. Yeah, I got my nuts twisted. Fucker came out of nowhere. I know. That's what happens. Yeah, you want to get those untwisted. Testicular torsion is nothing to joke about.
2: <coughs> All right,
5: fuckers. Yep.
2: Yeah. This is, uh, you yeah. know. Dude, the, the Bagel Club thing. I died. fucking Mike. The Bagel Club thing. Jesus I, I had thought everything's you, falling apart in this fucking studio.
3: That's because we mentioned their name. They they got a hex on us here.
2: I want to put my fist through this fucking screen too. Test one two. God damn.
3: Then you'll have a bagel for a screen. No. I thought because it was Friday, the weekend pass, and you would you'd be alright with it. That's the one thing I do enjoy about the Bagel Club. You get mad in the moment because they they walk right, they peacock. They walk right uh, by us. They, no, they're just cocks.
2: Okay? They're not peacocks. They're just cocks. Okay? Cocks. Continue with your point.
3: <laughs> so you get mad in the moment, and then we got to cool you down. Hey, it's all right, Taz. I did
2: snap on uh, Friday. No, you did. You off. did.
3: Absolutely. I saw
2: the fucking one guy.
3: You were in like mid-sentence, too. You were like, all right, let's use it. Hey, is it the fucking Bagel Club? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, let's
2: focus here. I saw here. a guy walk by with a little plate. The fucking... Like, pretend.
3: Pretend that's a plate.
2: <laughs> yeah. Pretend that's a plate. Pretend that's... It's like a guy walking by with a little plate. There you go. Like this. I got my bagel, John! None for the Taz team, no. Fuck the Taz team. They just have a bunch of people who listen and watch. Fuck the Taz team, huh, Bob? Fuck you! Okay? Fuck you. Dennis, I am very protective of my team. You are. And I wish you were like that, and you're not. And you need to learn from me. Okay. You got to be more like a pit bull. I had this discussion with you, sir, Rafael, did I not? You did. You don't need to growl like a dog.
3: You're a human. That was my stomach. I was talking about bagel Get focused. Me
2: get focused, fuckface. Don't. <laughs> Become a bad producer And a bad You know Biz dev guy Because then I will have to Fucking fire you And I don't want to do that No the
3: biz dev end That is tight Fuck (sighs) Alright I guess I gotta wrap this thing up
2: We didn't talk at all About the god dang uh, Grand Salami Slunk guitar, The TGSST it's still in, uh, you and uh, fucking Dr. K are working
3: on it, right? Yeah, that is correct. Rolling to a city near you. I actually, I've had fans reach out. There's one in particular I'm really excited for now. I'm not going to stooge it off yet, but. Fucking bagel club. Fuck them. Oh, where I'm going is better than a bagel club. Huh. What?
2: What are you talking about, dude? I don't know what you're talking about.
3: I had a friend, a friend, a friend. I mean, he'll be a friend by the time I meet him. But he works at a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give up the city. But he's like, oh, come by.
2: Really? You oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Big meat Jones. Fire it you? up. You love <laughs> I love some, my man meat. You love some big man meat. Yes. Fire it up. Fire
0: up that grill, bitch. <laughs> right?
3: That's basically, uh, I, they, I walk in, we're
0: going to need more cows. <laughs> Did he take the balls and...
2: What area of the country is this uh, steakhouse in? Midwest. Oh that's going to be good. Is it a, uh, is it a, what do you call it? It's time for. Shit. Is it, uh, is it a, what do you call it? Um, a fancy dance steakhouse? Like a Lone Star? Like, you know, what, what time is it?
3: Come on, son. What, what is it? Texas Roadhouse. Uh, uh,
2: why do you give names out of companies? I, I don't know. I don't know
3: because I'm hungry now. I get steaks on my mind. You're not
2: smart at times.
3: Not when we talk about steaks.
2: Get out. Is it a fancy Dan Steakhouse or not?
3: It. I don't know. I didn't do my due diligence yet. I'm looking right
2: now. Why are a bunch of people on Facebook saying Kansas City, Kansas? What's it's going
3: on? it's not there.
2: No, I think you should go on the tour. Should be the I'm all ears The third party Seriously uh, The Grand Salami Slunker Tour I think it'd be great Because he's also a big baseball guy Will you agree to take him? Uh,
3: blindly before you say who it is? Yes Who?
2: <laughs> Would you agree to take him? That's the question Now
3: this is coming from you yeah. So there's
2: There's a little bit of a He's got some fame People know him I'm just gonna put it that
3: way You know what? I trust you He can come there it is. So Robbie the Viking
2: just became an official third member of the Grand Salami Uh Dennis, look at your face. You're shitting yourself. And yeah. So you. Hey, did you see how he just got sucked into that? Oh, he's so excited. What a fucking jerk. He just sucked right into that. Dennis did.
3: That did not work out. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: So now you're gonna have Robbie uh, with him, with you, and with Dr. K. And the fool bill just went up even more because he's a large man.
3: I just got a message from the guy. We can no longer go to the steakhouse. Oh, interesting.
2: So easy to work you. You know why? Because you're not a big. You're not big at the thinking. I mean that in a nice way, though. You know what I mean? Fucking. You know. Buddy is stupid. That's the only thing. <sighs> All right. I guess that's it. Right. Fucking E five L. Damn, yeah, wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Entitled pricks, they're all happy now. Fucking cursing out here for you. Sick everybody. Monday already, I got my fucking yeah, ass a long week. I got my ass tightened up on Monday.
3: Got some time to unwind. Anus Jones. Sounds like a new could be like a that's the back of the Buffet Club shirt.
2: Old to old time wrestler. <laughs> Put that on the bottom of the shirt, like in the <laughs> bottom of the t-shirt. Anus Jones.
3: And then just an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's fucking good.
2: Uh. Uh, oh. All right, Humps. I guess that's it. Gave you your goddamn, uh, fucking, what do you call it? Money in the bank. Breakdown! I did my breakdown for you.
3: That's it? We're good? Uh, you tell me, man. We're in E5L. L. And no shit, Sherlock. Well, I just want to make sure you got it all out. Maybe not all out, but are you at a, are oh, you at a good place? Are we going to deal points?
2: with the fucking guy who messed up this whole close-reading shit today for us?
3: I think that's a good idea. It's
2: because Anthony's pissed. He's pissed. Uh, you're pissed. I'm pissed. It's not right. One of these humps just fucking left us high and dry.
3: I say we go old-fashioned. Give him a swirly.
7: Oh.
2: <laughs>
3: Turn them upside down. Just deal old one-two skidoo.
2: Not a bad idea. You might have to do a little trip from HR after that. If you stick somebody's fucking face in the toilet bowl, bro. You know what I'm saying?
3: Can't swirly like you used to.
2: Can't do that. Not happening anymore, bro. It's not the time of the
3: world anymore. Not the Wait, time is it person. still an HR violation? What? Is it still an HR violation if you do it? Like, traditionally growing up, we would use the bathroom first and then swirly. That's Hope. how you really get somebody.
2: How about this guy on Twitter? I'm not going to say his name on Facebook Live. He's promoting some other uh, wrestling site or some wrestling type show that covers uh, videos and news uh, for wrestling stuff. He put, goes on my my Facebook fucking live. Account. What does he say check out X Y and Z. Yeah, yeah, I'm jumping there, bro. I'm fucking jumping there. Yeah, <laughs> and my audience is all going to jump there. Don't worry about it. They're all going to jump and go see your shit. Trust me, all of them. What were you talking about?
3: Swirlies. Yeah. Fuck.
2: (sighs) People are asking on Facebook Live, no off the hooks. If you fucking paid attention to the top of the show, Dennis, tell these people what I said, please, sir.
3: We wanted to focus on off the hooks and give it its proper light. Can't do that today. Because, money in the bank was last night heavy. So, tune in tomorrow for off the hooks. That
2: gentleman said, "Sir, I'll promote you also." Uh, sir, I appreciate you promote me. I, I I I humbly say I, I'm good. You could go promote these other things. I, you don't need to promote me, but thank you. What were you saying, Dennis? What? Off I the hooks? What yes. Is so up the, that's to, that's tomorrow. To not, today? What? Not today. What's the topic?
3: Day, days of the week. <laughs> that's a, that's a post show.
2: No, what's on the docket? You have, you have everything written down. Tell me what you have. Yeah, and I
3: gotta go back to my old notes. What? Oh. up,
2: <laughs> you Wait, you're gonna check your notes, you said? Yeah. All right, fuck. We'll take our time while the most fucking unprepared fucking producer in the history of radio or streaming shows gets his shit together as usual. It's a constant bastardizing fucking situation here. Yeah. Dude, you're taking years off my life, you bastard. I try my best to help you. Fucking Dennis I really do Thank you
3: it. I appreciate that There was Top rope move Finishing moves Off the hook Not necessarily Finishing move. Top rope moves Off the hook There are submission moves Off the hook Wrestler alter egos Off the hook So like You know as, I know what a
2: fucking Means Dennis i not stupid
3: Alright uh, Beverages off the hook I like that. If we wanted to go Something other than that One of the favorites That everybody wants to hear Sound effects store Off the hooks What does that mean? Your favorite sound effects store that off lasts. the hook.
2: We can't put that amount of tension on the sound effect store. I agree.
3: By the way, speaking
2: of that, there will be a sound effect store t shirt dropping soon, by the way. <laughs> Seamless. Did you notice that? Yes. Did <laughs> you notice that, bro?
3: I did now. I also have an update on um on the bullying situation. From who? You know. He said, Bring it on, fuckers. Who? Someone is going down with me.
2: Wait, this is Seth? Seth's talking shit? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa wait, wait, hold on a second. Let me get this straight. Seth, Verbatim. Seth is now sending fucking text messages acting like a tough guy to me? He's talking about me?
3: Well, I mean. Is he talking to me? I guess in this scenario. Say this again. I quote, bring it on, fuckers. Someone is going down with me.
2: Huh. Now, knowing Seth. I don't know. He's going to be here tomorrow. I just got to text him, too. He'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> and he said, uh, Well, he's talking a lot of shit about you. Did you not know what was going on here today, bro? Did you fuck this up, Dennis?
3: No. Wasn't on me. Surprisingly. I
2: don't know why. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. I don't know. I don't like him talking like that. That's gonna really not gonna be fucking good, dude. I can tell you that. Come at me like that. I'm gonna get a little fucking crazy. Seth knows me. He knows how I get. I'll get fucking irrational. I'll get re- just ridiculously crazy out here. You know what I mean? I, get I feel. Nuts.
3: I feel bad. Whenever, whenever the show ends and that door opens, the next person that comes through, look out. We come at you full throttle
2: here Taz So we don't fuck around I love China That's the way it's done You know what I'm saying Makes sense Mike Baker What about Raw What does that mean Mike
3: What the fuck does that
2: mean What does that mean Mike Baker I don't know what you're talking about bro What about Raw What about Raw What about Raw dude What about Raw What do you want me to fucking say about Raw It, it, It didn't even happen you want me to do a preview? I don't feel like doing a preview. No, sir. No. 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 I am not doing a preview. No. No! What about Raw? <sighs> Interesting uh, suggestion for Off the Hooks by Sean Soto. On Facebook Live, bagels off the hook. It's not bad. Speaking of the fucking bagel club, I think I think that's it. We just figured it out. Yes, yes, yes. We have no bananas. Yes. <laughs> off the hook. Topic will be bagels off the. Uh, you get the uh, graphic ready. <laughs> <laughs>
3: just fly that bagel off the. Hook. Where's
2: the fucking graphic? <laughs> Uh no we should do it. Seriously. Bagels bagel off the hook. Bagel off the hook it is. But the problem is that these poor fucks that don't live in New York, they don't they just think there's a plain bagel. I, I just have a plain bagel, please. They don't understand.
3: Oh, well, they're they're in for a treat then. They'll learn a lot. Seth
2: is encouraging me to hit him because then he will sue me.
3: Mm, typical.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, too much.
2: Well what Seth's gonna do is uh he's gonna come in here and fucking start yelling at you and get all pissed off and bully
3: you around. No, he doesn't yell at me. He picks on the video guy. Oh, ain't he? Big time. Yeah. Well, you fucking people are annoying. You know what I mean?
2: Ethan Kralokowski, HR line one. It's called E five fucking L, motherfucker. Okay, where this is called, uh, I don't have FCC rules and I'm whatever the fuck the thing is, Dennis. You know what I mean? I kind of streaming, bro. Streaming, is screaming. I got clearance from legal, bro. I can do all this shit. So what? I decide roll. I don't fuck around. Anymore. There'll be an
3: explicit tag on the podcast. Don't you worry, damn
2: right, prick. Bastards. AJ Chiccarello, I love this Taz. Me too, AJ. Fuck. Bagels off the hook. That's what we're gonna do. Scott Armstead said the same thing. Bagels off the hook.
3: It's gonna be a very aggressive off the hook. Yeah.
2: Fucking. Yeah. Folks, if you're not from New York, you might not understand that there are different goddamn bagels out there. You got a garlic bagel. I'm going to help you a little bit. You got everything bagel. You got a salted bagel. You got a poppy bagel. But you got to be careful. Eat the poppies. You can take a drug test. You come
3: up dirty. You know that, right? Didn't they like you'd have to eat something like 100 bagels? I love that excuse. That used to be that was like the first one. It'd be like. Oh, so-and-so tested positive, and it was like, oh, I had a bunch of I had a bunch, of, poppy a bunch seeds. of bagels.
2: Oh, yeah, fucking three bagels, you <laughs> fat buck? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. Chairman goes, sports movies off the hook. No! Chairman, you heard what we're doing. We're doing bagels. I know you don't have bagels out in California, but we're doing it. That's it. Matthew Sterling, Sir. You are giving your off-the-hooks on Facebook. I will not acknowledge them or read them. That's against the rules. Get your shit together. And I have to go now. I want to say one thing. Michael Ward. That's our boy. Yeah. He goes. You are the bar, Taz. He goes, my favorite is cinnamon Raisin. Hey, Mike, I'll file it under who gives a shit. All right, pal. Thanks for your support, though. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. guy? Yeah, you know I'm joking. Fuck. Look at this guy, Isaac Johnson. No. Philadelphia knows bagels.
8: What are you nuts,
2: Sir, wake up. Fuck. You guys know Philly cheesesteak, and it ends there. You got nothing else in fucking Philly. Give me a break. Spent a good chunk of my career fucking working over there, trying to find a goddamn bagel in the morning. Couldn't find shit. Get a bowl of Scrapple at the fucking Shoney's. Sit there like a fucking bum, eating a fucking Western omelette that's fucking rubbed in diarrhea and piss. That's what Scrapple is.
3: Fuck. I might eat it.
2: What what, what what what's going on? Why do I hear the audio going in and out? Is it my headphones again? I'll rip them in <laughs> half right now.
3: Yeah, it, it's your headphones, son of a bitch. <sighs> All
2: right. Oh, now Seth is giving off the hook of topics in text messages privately to me. Now he wants me to be my friend now. Seth, you know what, buddy? You threatened my biz dev guy. And you, Dennis. I mean, uh, fuck, whatever your name is. Seth, you are part of the friggin' fucking bagel club. He's in it, right?
3: I'm not a hundred percent if he is. I don't
2: Dude, f- there's a good chance that Seth is an upper officer in a bagel club. Let's be honest. Seriously. Come on. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Taz, 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 test. Alright, get him, get him out.
3: I don't like that he did that. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, Ant was so excited to be part of E5L and he just squandered it. Fuck him. Fuck, bro. I just want to say shit and fuck once.
2: Jose Ramirez. Taz equals trash. Thank you, Jose. (laughs)
3: Appreciate it. That was was kind. (sighs) That's all that. Well. Anyway. Um,
2: What else we got? Boston knows bagels. Look at this. Paul Bassett. Andrew Diaz. Please stop it. I'm done with the tablets. Boston don't know shit about bagels. You got roast beef sandwiches. You got uh, the chowder's good up there. You got sushi too, and that's about it. You ain't got shit on bagels up there, dude. Stop. Jersey might have a decent bagel here and there. I got fucking fucking news There certain areas in New York that, that have shit bagels too. Mm-hmm. And don't even come at me if you live in Westchester or upstate because you ain't even a New Yorker. Let's be honest. You ain't got no fucking good bagels up there. You want good bagels, you got to go to Long Island, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan. Ooh. The Bronx, decent bagels there, right? Yes, certainly. Staten Island's got good bagels too. And right, Staten Island got good bagels?
0: I like to pick them up from the dumpster. <laughs>
2: And Staten Island got good bagels?
0: Yeah, I mean you can get good bagels anywhere in New York.
2: No one cares. Got it. So uh, Anyway Brandon Jeffries, what about e5l every day? This is awesome. I know Brandon a lot of people say that But I don't I don't. we do it once in a while instead and I have to have meetings up the wazoo up up the s with the legal team They do get pissed I guess we gotta wrap up though I got shit to do You know what I mean Matthew Rudd Seth is no doubt In the hashtag Bagel Club Oh Dude he's in that club And I bet you He fucking banned You and Anthony From that club I guarantee it oh, That makes a lot of sense now I guarantee it I guarantee it he That's a move he do He's a fucking Slippery dude You know Seth, he's gonna be here tomorrow. Apparently, uh, he might not be. I'll tell you what's gonna happen. He might even help out with the calls tomorrow. So if Seth is here doing a call screen tomorrow, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you call the show tomorrow and you get Seth as the call screener, because I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I'll be I'll be honest with you. Cowboy. If you get Seth as the call screener, you tell him. Don't ask him. We know. Say I know. Whoever you are, say I know you're in the fucking bagel club and you shunned away Anthony and Dennis, and that's not right. Tell you tell him off air when you call into the show if Seth is the one answering the calls. You tell him. <laughs> Steve Amato. It's very funny what he said, but I don't want to read it. He goes, I'd punch a blank for a New York Everything bagel right now. A religious person. Let's just leave it at that. It was
3: funny. I'm going to go with...
2: That's n- uh. well, E5L. I should fucking say it, but I, I don't I don't want to say it. How about that? David Burns. Why can't we have this for two hours? You know why, David? You know why? I don't know why. That's why. <laughs> okay? I don't know why.
3: I was a little curious what you were going to say as well.
2: <laughs> no, because some people don't want to hear cursing. Oh, not just that. I also do a lot of shows for this fucking place over here. Where I go on the CBS Sports Radio and WFAN, and I'm, you know, I can't just say what I want. I'm cursing, cursing, cursing and shit. So the company would like me to do my show as clean as possible, my daily show. And then at times, maybe there's this outburst called the E5LVG. So that's the reason. Hmm. Jordan McGregor, I guess New York City only knows bagels. I didn't say that, Jordan. If you paid attention to me, what I'm saying is I named Brooklyn. I named Queens. I named Staten Island. These are all boroughs, right? You following along here? New York City, obviously. I, I named uh, uh, fucking the Bronx. Then I said Long Island, okay? Long Island is not part of New York City, okay? Long Island's a suburb of, of New York City. So it's a suburb. The other one's are boroughs. Please, McGregor, please, Trey Womack, you can only get bagels at a grocery store in Louisiana. Womack, don't waste your fucking money, homeboy. You're eating a lot of shit when you eat that. You're down there in Louisiana, get yourself some biscuits and fucking crawfish and run around with a little fucking hot sauce on that bitch. You'll be happy. You know what I'm saying, bro. I've been down there in Louisiana eating crawfish up the fucking wazoo. They look like roaches. They're delicious, though. Eat those motherfuckers live. You ever have them, Dennis?
3: Oh, I could eat. I'm a big seafood guy.
2: You're a big fucking eat guy. What yeah, period.
3: Kidding? I'm part of the I'm part of the buffet club.
2: Yeah. You like that buffet club? I love you? it. <laughs> I know you do. Love, love it. it. And what do you think? You like the buffet club? Spinoff off the bullet club?
3: Yeah, I do love it too.
2: Who are we hacking? Who who came up with that? Who like Falvo? Falvo, yeah.
1: We could do a buffet tour?
2: Nasio Vasquez, Staten Island Bagels. Bro, I gave you love. Staten Island has good bagels. I know. <sighs> Jim Wells, I love this side of Taz. Thanks, Jimbo. You fuck. <laughs> uh, he said it with love. I had an uncle who call everybody. Hey, what's up, fuck? Hey, you fuck face. I'm running around six years old. Hey, fuck. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> Unbelievable. James Torrado, guy who always hates uh, Dennis. This is the best show on the internet slash radio, James. Please, it's fucking streaming, guy. Internet. WBCC out of Seton Hall University. Ah, hey, you motherfucker! What do you think this is?
3: <laughs> I mean, really. Shout out to the pirates. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, I also went to the Seton Hall crying Brian and video Brian. All those pricks. They're all a whole click. Buy a hat. All click. Drone Jones. R.I.P. Tammy Awoo, Facebook Live. I'll be running through. She's coming to New York, apparently. I'll be running through, but I'll need breakfast. Well, I'll tell you where you're not going to get breakfast. That's at Chef Mike's because he left. He took that little boat up to Jersey. He went his fucking backs. His wraps. He's gone. Seth, Chef Mike, right? He's on vacation right now with Katie.
3: See, he's yeah, yeah. he with Katie on yeah. vacation. Yeah. Nerd. That's what I heard. It's unofficially official. What the fuck's that mean? Exactly. But that's what made Friday so hard too. Is normally we have Chef Mike, so it eases the Bagel Club. We're like, all right, whatever. Fuck your bagels. We got Chef Mike. Good this point. was the first Let's Friday.
0: Let's eat the. F-
2: oh! See that's the problem. <laughs> See that's the problem.
3: Okay. No, no. I,
2: I, I'm on your side here, pal. Don't fucking get defensive with me.
3: I'm not. I'm curious as to where you're going.
2: That's the problem because when Chef Mike is so generous and brings food bag after food bag here, okay, these fucking lowlanders in this room, this office here,
3: oh, w- start hovering bro, vultures. They, they, their vultures were at. There. Oh,
0: what do you got there? What do you got back for me? You got, you got pancakes. Oh, look at that fucking
2: syrup. <laughs> they mock out like they never saw food. These Fucking lowlifes. And then you couple of guys go over to get a fucking...
3: get, a, get a, a fucking, Crumbs, we just wanted to scrape just, a couple poppy seeds a, off uh, the bagel. Poppy seed bagel,
2: drug test Jones. And you, you can't even get a fucking a scoop of cream cheese from these cheap pricks. But yet, they got to take my generosity of my team and Chef Mike, who's my property, let's be honest, he is my property. It's part of the task show. And these fucking selfish bastards, they got to eat all the fucking food that's left over. Shit that's eat, that's bitten, and we throw in the fucking trash, they're digging in like animals.
3: I saw that twice, I want to say, and it was disturbing both times. James Harden. Not the NBA guy. I was going to say.
2: He said Louisiana. No, he said this is a different guy. Ohio got great bagels. James, please stop it. <laughs> Only you guys have is good football. College, that is. And high school. You got no food in that area. Nothing. All right, I got to go here. <laughs> Dennis, you look like you're ready to fall asleep. Are you all right? Why you look so tired? You look heavy-eyed Jones. You look sad-sap. You look like a fucking basset hound. You look like a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you look like a fucking basset hound. What's, uh,
3: what's the card? Is it droopy dog? Yeah, you look, that's dog? you look
2: like deputy fucking droop along prick face. You, 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 look, like, you look like a basset hound. Oh, look at this. This is good. This is rich. We're going to end the show on this Facebook live post. Walter Robert Fawcett. What did you think of the women's money in the bank? <laughs> hey, you heard? Hey.
1: Uh, you can check that out at com. Oh,
2: my Lord. It's I did a whole frigging segment on it. Uh, bless <laughs> these people's heart, Poor Walter. Poor guy He's just jumping on Facebook Live.
3: Oh, Tess is still on. Let me ask.
2: Walter, I'm on the air for about two and a half hours right now. I'm going two and a half hours strong. So in the first half hour of my show, I covered uh, what you were asking about in the women's uh, money in the bank match for over 30 minutes. So you can go check it out at com or uh, wherever you get your fucking podcasts. You know I mean, I'm all over the place. Johnny Perez. Deep South Texas has tortillas, not bagels. Good point, Johnny. Listen, Johnny, you'll never hear me talk shit about food in Texas. You guys know how to fucking get food done over there. Anything you guys, except bagels. Anything you guys fucking make is good, especially when there's beef involved. Mm. And and the Mexican food is unbelievable anywhere you go in Texas, just about. Big fan of food from the, down there. Fuck. how you win awards, kids. All right, so uh, that's the deal. So tomorrow we'll be back here on the Taz Show. It's Mike Johnson coming on again? I, I don't know if we're going to have Mike on. Should we even have him on? Well, let's let's, let's real quick. Let me look Let me Look at P.W. side. Let's see. Let's see what he's going to. Yeah, you know what I'm doing. Let's see. Let's see what old news he's going to give us. Uh, well,
3: Money in the Bank was Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, yeah. And oh, as you yeah. very well know, Taz, Carmelo was the first winner. Yeah. Of the women's money in the bank. No, he'll
2: give us this. I see this this little news here that, that uh, they posted. Stephanie McMahon says, uh, Happy Father's Day to her favorite nut. Because Stephanie wished her dad uh, Happy Father's Day on uh, on social media. Called him the head cashew. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Which is funny. and uh, So that'll be what Mike comes with. Oh, you know, Stephanie McMahon, did you hear what she said about Vince? She said, Happy Father's Day, and that he's a nut.
3: Correct. What are you nuts?
2: I know, great news right there, right? And I'm done talking about him. I'm done with everybody, actually. I'm done. <sighs> All right, well, that's, that's fucking E5L, bitches. We're done. We kind of had a seamless transition right into this, bitch. No docket conversation, no fucking separation. <laughs> Straight at you, you fuck. Right? True. All right, that's it, pricks. Tomorrow we come to Taz Show at you. Some raw talk and shit, you know. I guess we'll do a PW inside Report, right? Yeah, why not? Give a little E5L. Make sure you guys uh, put some protection for anybody that has a uh, listening Listen to the podcast version that uh, the last, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes of a fucking over-two-hour show is cursing the explicit fucking morning and beginnings that are enough i guess all, these like all right, for breathe at attached so thanks for listening and thanks for watching i appreciate it share the show like the show don't be a fucking jobber I'm telling you right now i'm telling you're not.
1: behind the screen man movie cuts and when i'm back at home it never feels the same cuz we've been doing our own thing trying to stay up i want to go back to days with no graves bought all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at so going for another drink just to get away we gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm
0: rough and I won't let